Welcome back to another episode of Dragons and Dreadforts, the ultimate game of, game of Thrones companion podcast. The ultimate woo. The ultimate <laughs> woo. Good job. That's good. Uh, we are back Here. with a full crew. Same same regs now. Hi. You're a reg now. Um, We got Nikki. Little Nikki's. No. Yeah, that's fine. Little, no, that's fine. Little Dickie's Nikki. Little Nikki Dickie. Yeah, go. that works. Uh, Lydia. Do I get a nickname? What nickname would you like? I don't think that's how nicknames work. Do you also, do you also want Little Nikki? No. Do you want Little Dicky? Because <laughs> Little Dicky's also taken. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll find something over the next however many months that this podcast goes on. There's got to be a nickname with your last name because there's it's it's quite a last name. Yeah, probably. I feel like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we can work off the last name. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, and Keith Winter is coming. Here I am. Oh, Perfect. like. Oh, like. <laughs> uh, so we're going to jump in because uh, we've been wasting lots of time on this podcast. Uh, and the first thing we're going to jump into is, is Nicholas's Nick's Apology, Apology Corner. Corner. Welcome do, 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 back. Do, 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 do. This one, uh, I have one real one and one fake one. So you get to choose which it is as per usual. Uh, the first one, I would like to apologize to Jordan. I think his name was. There right? you go. You got it. Jordan, I'm sorry, man. Um, I shouldn't talk shit about someone's long voicemail from a guy who has a three and a half hour podcast <laughs> uh, on true. a one hour Facts. show. <laughs> <laughs> I also am I'm very long winded. And so uh, I have no room to talk can about you, anybody. You, yeah, can, I know. I, mean, I should hurry up. Apologies so I'm sorry, on. Jordan. And I'm sorry for you know continuing to harp on it the entire time. Leads me into my next one. It's not an excuse, but I do feel like might have had a little bit of effect on it. I got way too drunk on the last one. And uh, usually I'm like, okay, no, that's cool. That's fine. But listening back, damn, man. It was a lot. That one got, yeah, that one got me. It was a lot. So um, I'm sorry for both of those things. We appreciate that. And apology accepted on behalf of Jordan. Okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, He's given us power of attorney. So (laughs) (laughs) do you have any apologies? I don't think so. Okay, Lydia? No. Do you? Nothing. Uh, ooh, probably. Should, I feel like I do. did. I feel like I did say something. Um, can't remember what it is though. Uh, I probably called someone a cunt that I shouldn't have. Yourself? Something? No, that one's just. You talked about harming yourself less last episode, so that's a good thing. Yeah, that make you happy. Move in the right direction. Uh, you should apologize for covering up your legs. Ooh, yeah. You're right. I am sorry. Yeah, let I, those bad boys fly. For legs me. for days. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> This is the weirdest. Quick, let's all say good things about Justin (laughs) so he feels really awkward about himself. Uh, We're going to jump into the episode title. Let's do it. Nikki, what is this one titled? Valor de Harris. Um, Do you know what that means? Or de Harris if you suck. No. Do you know what that means? Yes, because I looked it up. Um, All men must serve. Nice. And And the one before was all men must die. Correct. Yep. Is that in crazy Game of Thrones language? Larian? It's Valyrian, I think it's right? Valyrian, yeah. Okay, because I was like, I know Latin, kind of. I should, do. Am I supposed to know this? But I don't know. I don't. I don't think it may. I don't. I don't know Latin. Do either of those? I don't work. Think so I don't okay. know. Um, I also try yeah. not to look things up. So that's a good decision. I just live in my ignorance. Also a good decision. Like someone in the eighties. I've been doing that for twenty nine <laughs> years, and it's working out great. Um, totally. So this episode was released on March thirty first, two thousand thirteen. It was directed by Daniel Minihans. 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 
uh, and written by D&D. So the guys are back. They're doing the first two episodes of this season. They didn't really write much of season two. Mm. Um, they but, didn't write the, the finale? I mean, not that they didn't. I, I think they may have written the finale. I think George wrote. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. This is episode one. They wrote the finale and episode uh, episode one of season three. Um, but we had a little stretch there without oh, them. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and they're the showrunners. Do you know that? Have we talked about that? Probably. Two guys, um, they're known affectionately by the Game of Thrones community as D&D. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> uh, D.B. Weiss and Dave, David Benioff. David yeah. Benioff. Uh, anyway, D&D. So they're back. Um, this, did you notice anything interesting this stuck out to you about this episode from the jump in relation to the other episodes we've seen? Do you mean the opener? Yeah. Yeah, we got Dragonstone. And we got uh, Pink Dragon Slavers Bay. Arrow, whatever. Airport. Yeah. Astorport. 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 So two new uh, two new locations. Mm-hmm. Anything else there in the intro? In the opener? Oh, yeah. And Wester, West, Winterfell. Well, Winterfell was burning. It was on fire. Yeah. It was. Which was fun. Um, I mean, not fun, but. <laughs> oh, it was super fun. It's interesting. Like, yeah. that they. It's not just the place, but like what's going on at the place. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really cool how they've used that. And then, you know, adjusted it and added to it over the now years. We're three, we're starting year three of Game of Thrones, which is yeah, crazy. It is crazy. Um, but this episode, in addition to those things, was unique because it opened with a, a cold open straight, yeah. straight into the show. Um, you know, normally we get the title scene with the moving map, uh, but we opened straight into what is first some kind of battle. That we don't see it's the, the you know the black screen that fades into the like fuzzy white and then uh such a cop out yeah i know i hate Frustrating. it it's so annoying um because again we're missing battles again yeah. we're like not seeing the stuff that i want to see yeah but like from sam's perspective could he have seen the battle probably not but i can if you show it to me right you know in, what i mean mm-hmm. in the in the books, he does. Yeah, in the books, he does see yeah. the battle. I mean, so they're at trying least the beginning of it. They're trying to like build this. Uh, they're trying to build what the experience with the you know army of the dead is. Mm. You know, it's the snow comes and it's crazy. So they're they're doing a good job of like kind of setting the tone in the show. But you do miss out on stuff like the actual battle, and you know, Sam did was involved in it, and um, but then we get Sam. And he's a little bit uh, winded. Winded, yeah, to say the least. I don't know if that's because he walked thirty feet or if he, uh, I don't know. But um, the altitude, yeah. Man, he didn't get killed by all those guys. So he didn't get killed. Maybe his magic powers are coming through. Sam the Wizard. Yeah. Do you think it's that, or do you think it's whatever kind of weird pass he got from the, the little, dead guy? Well, I mean, that's why he got the pass from the dead guy. He like charmed him. Cast a spell on. Oh, him. it's like sex powers. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like his magic powers. Oh. And then he also uses magic powers. It looked like to clean his teeth up. Oh yeah. yeah. His teeth are a little clean. I never did notice it. I never it saw. Up. Did yeah, you? Notice them getting better. I just noticed them when they were bad. Oh yeah. No, I definitely. I didn't did. see them until we kn- we talked about it here, and we were like, "Wow, it was really bad this episode." And so now was, I just look for it all the time. It was rough. Um, I'm gonna send. I've got some. I've got some fire fits. Excellent. Yes. 
Thank you. Sorry for the poor picture quality. Look, it, they're more than my imagination, so it's great. Are you going to apologize every time now because I roasted you once? Yes. Um, absolutely. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so I'm going to send these while we talk about this. But uh, so, so obviously we're getting into... Um, you know, the scene where Sam is now at a critical point where his life is threatened. You know, he walks up, finds the the brother of the Night's Watch with his head in his arms uh, and not attached to his head. So that was cool. Um, <laughs> not what you're going for. Not what you're looking not, for. Not what you want to see there. Not ideal. Um, but after that, we then see in the background something moving towards him. Um, I was a little bit sad that the like pass that the dead guy gave him before didn't extend to this because mm. that guy's coming for Sam now. And then we get Ghost, Ghost who kill of the week <laughs> assisted by fire. It was tight. Ghost, did you notice how big he was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's getting up there and it's tight. Uh, and then we get into Gior Mormont and he's having a conversation with Sam and he's talking about the Ravens. Which is why I think that it's pretty understood that Sam was a part of that battle in some way, shape, or form. Because he was he was sent on some sort of mission. And that mission was not talked about in season two, episode ten. And clearly Mormont saying that, that was that was your job. Our job was to fight the battle. Your job was to send the fucking ravens. Mm-hmm. And he said he did not. So that's not good. Right. I what? was a little annoyed that I felt like, and maybe I missed it. I don't know how they got Ravens there. Did they show that? Um, On no. Any of their caravans or stuff. Yeah. So they right. So like, if I, you're going, if you're going to go on that kind of like trek north of the wall, mm. uh, or anywhere probably in 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 Game of Thrones land, um, you, the only way to communicate is either messengers or ravens, right? And so they probably wouldn't be using a, uh, you know a person of the night's watch to, to ride back and tell castle black, like, yeah, we're okay. Here's where we're at. Here's, here's what's going on. There's still a, a small skeleton crew at castle black. Maester mm-hmm. Eamon's still there, stuff like that. So uh, I don't think that you would, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the, you would go out without, I get at least the logic small, of it. Yeah. It just feels like we didn't see them. Not that we have to see everything. No, but, but they would just them. be on a sled somewhere in a cage. And it's like a little bit extra. Cause they have to like find extra food for them. Cause it's not like they can just like, we need bread. Right, yeah, they're more. These at least were meat eaters. It looked like. Oh, okay. When yeah, I guess they the were castle. chopping meat. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, but they're so again difference between books and show. There's uh, and actually he does make a couple appearances in the show. But like there's a so there's a raven that is like Mormont's raven, right? And he's always with him, and right. so he's on the show. Yeah, he right. Talks or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So. um yeah, you probably got that in the first book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, that he would definitely stay with them. Um, but for sure, they they brought some with them, and that was the idea was to get back and send the ravens. Yeah, and I again, I get that it was let Castle Black know that they hey, had to we cut something for time. Yeah, they couldn't like show like, hey, go send ravens, and then he didn't do it and whatever. But, but like, how cool would it be? I mean, you ended season two with the White Walkers and the Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be to open season three with? It's not a long battle. No. I mean... Well, I mean, even if you, Sam, go do it and, like, the camera follows him and you see, like, a little bit of fighting, like, off in the distance, you don't have to have, like, the full-fledged battle if if you're worried about budget. But you can at least have Something. a few people just, like, swinging swords or whatever. At yeah, each other. not just 
audio. I don't know. I didn't like that. I, I just feel like it's a cop out. It's the stuff that we want to see. It's, we're, not, it's, we're not here to blow holes, guys. We're not here to blow holes. That's true. We're not. But, but we it, are here to talk about the differences between the show and the book. And talk about the experience as a watcher of the show. Like, I think that it's pretty common that people would would have wanted to see the, are the watchers inferred of battle. The show. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, how'd you feel? Do you like this opening scene? Yeah, I think it was a little bit confusing just because of stuff that they left out. Um, but I think it makes sense. I did budget research. Yeah, Good. tell Season us. Season three was still low budget. Still? The budget did not increase until four and five. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So one through three episodes were about five to six million per episode except for blackwater bay they asked for two extra million dollars mm. but yeah so I season mean, four is where we get our big explosion high budget okay okay cool i am that's thanks for that research a little uh what yeah. i'm here for right but somebody <laughs> provides some shit to the show a little homework from um Lydia. i mean we did it once before but we've all forgotten yeah not to make light of your contribution i don't you. remember you guys doing that <laughs> maybe, maybe we didn't do it on the show I don't think we did. I, I think, think we so. talked about it, but listen, I, yeah. fuck these guys. I appreciate you. Thank you. That's, yep, that's what I said. So then we then we get the uh, the title scene. You know, Game of Thrones theme. Uh, I love it. It's, I don't think Spotify could get us for that, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, just you. We also played Spooky Scary Skeletons of a couple weeks ago. It just played it on the show, so we didn't that's get flagged. True. Haven't we? Haven't gotten flagged yet. Just got an email. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after that, and we kind of talked about already a couple differences, uh, new places, Winterfell's burning, all that. Uh, we head to the Wildling camp, and we meet. Well, first off, what was I was did, disappointed? Did you know you were? I just wanted it to be cool. Oh, sorry, not in the giant of the camp. You were disappointed in the camp. Yeah, just like how I've been talking yeah, about. You've been, how, like I wanted some like crazy like first men castle or whatever yeah. castle thing. But sorry, it's fine. You got a camp made of mammoth tusks, like those. It wasn't wood that was holding up their yeah fucking like bones or yeah tusks or whatever. I got a giant that was fun. Yeah, excited about that. Did you like this giant, or did you feel like it was not what you wanted? I liked it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like that their giants are not like uh, like trollish. You know, yeah. like they're not fat and slow and like you know dumb. Like they're just humongous beings. I mean, yeah. maybe they're dumb. We don't know. He didn't seem dumb. He caught he caught a stare from John pretty quick. Someone's looking at me. I mean, dumb people know when you're <laughs> looking at them. Yeah. Do they? Can you tell I'm looking at you? <laughs> oh, I can now that you told me. Well, there you go. I couldn't before. Uh, then we meet a couple of different characters. Do you remember names? I do not. Do you remember the names? Um, something Giants Bane. Great I name. I forget his first name. Tormund. Tormund. Great name. That right? is a good name. Tormund yep. Giants Bane. Yeah, I think that's his Christian name. Yeah. Or <laughs> I feel like Giants Bane has got to be right. Yeah, the Westeros Pope gave it to him. <laughs> I feel like that's something that the Christians would celebrate. Giants Bane killing giants. Yeah. Yeah. But he well, lives with a giant. I know. It's kind of weird. Rude? It's kind of weird. Um, they're wildlings that kill everybody. That's yeah. Maybe they don't though. We don't know. That's true. Uh, so Tormund, anybody else? Mance Raider. Mance Raider. 
the king beyond the wall. We learn a lot about Mance in this episode. Um, I mean, so leading into that, John, you know, after the interaction with the giant, walks in and meets Giant's Bane. Uh, they have an interaction that's like kind of funny. Uh, my favorite line from Tormund was talking about the little skeletons buried in the woods. And then I looked at him because we've been seeing like these dead, like, you know, seemingly like zombie-ish creatures. And I was like, maybe they're walking around in the snow. Yeah, they're not buried anymore. <laughs> they don't seem to be buried. Um, and so they have that interaction. And then shortly after that, uh, he has this, you know, John introduces himself and then bows before him, you know, calls him your grace. And then everyone just cracks up. They lose mm. it. Uh, and Tormund has a phenomenal line to me. I know it's not the best line to you. I don't love it. Cause you're not, you don't like the potty humor and that's fair, but I just like Tormund. So, you know, a lot. So, I think he says, uh, you hear that everyone <laughs> from now on, you need to kneel every time I fart. <laughs> so. It was, it was funny. Uh, not my humor, but it was, it was pretty good. Um, I just wish he said something other than fart, just anything kneel before me at all moments or kneel before me always, like whatever. Anytime I walk by or I thought it was shit. Like before he actually said it, like from times past, but that would have been less funny for you, Justin. Less. Mm. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool if every time you shit, you walk out of the bathroom and someone's kneeling right there. No? Just sitting there listening I mean, you're to not, you? Yeah. I don't, I'm not like proud of farts to the point where like I would need people to kneel for them, but I'm fairly proud of shit. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Tell, tell us more. Sometimes you just offer up <laughs> information that I didn't <laughs> think I needed okay, to whatever, know. Man. Did you, but did you need it, need to know? Maybe. But now you yeah. know. And knowing it's well, now battle. I know that every time you come out of the bathroom, I'm just going to clap. I would like you no fucking kneel. I'm not going <laughs> to kneel before you. You're lesser than me. Wow. Mm. One time Keith and I were on vacation together in a pretty small place and I was talking to him like while I was in the bathroom and he was not a fan of that. Did not. I don't like that either. Did no. not like it. Why? No. Who gives a shit? Well, Lydia was. I see what you did there. And I didn't want to know about it. I, was she talking to you about what she was doing? No, it was unrelated to. Yeah, it was just. Continued. So then, who cares? She was like, "Was were we talking?" And then you just got up and went into the bathroom, or. And I think I just continued the conversation. <laughs> no, I'm with you, Keith. I'm 100. percent Yeah, not not my that. thing. Um, so the people who like to laugh about it don't think it's fine to just talk. <laughs> Why are you lumping me into the people who like to laugh about it? Because you're just you're funny. The same mean, I want to talk to somebody while I'm pooping, or talk to them while they're pooping. That doesn't. What about peeing? Nick just wants you to be there different. listening. We to talk him. to each other when we're in the bathroom. I know, I'm work. Not, right. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, but that's cute, right? <laughs> I don't like that either. Yeah, I, I don't mind the peeing thing, um, but I, I do. I am a little bit of a nervous pooper, and so I don't want to talk to people. I don't want people to know that I'm in there. I don't want people to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess it doesn't really make sense with the fact that I'm proud of some of the ones, some of some of those, but like. I'm, I am a little bit nervous. And so, yeah, not, not about that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember asking you. Well, I was just backing just, Keith up. I'm just kidding. Backing Keith up because he needed some backup. I backed you teamed. up in this, Thanks. Lydia. Thanks, Nick. I think it's perfectly fine to just talk to somebody. I think I was peeing, to be fair. I know. But <laughs> Is that more weird or less weird for you? Less? I don't know. You can kind of hear the pee, though. You can sometimes hear the poop. Which is worse. <laughs> Definitely worse. I guess. Either way. Do you love this conversation? Bubble. Right? This is my favorite conversation. <laughs> this is how we have such 
This is why we have three and a half hour long in podcasts. depth episode podcast, uh, podcast episodes. But whatever. Moving on. So they they had you know that's funny to everybody, and then this other guy comes out, um, kind of from behind. He was in the back. I don't know if you saw. Did you see him back there? Yeah, it was a little um, uh, Aragorny. Yeah, yeah, it was Ooh. at the three, not three broomsticks. That's Harry Potter. At the it's, Prancing Pony. There you go. Um, nice. In Brie. In Brie. Yep. Well done. Great cheese. I like Brie cheese. Um, Brie Larson. I like Brie Larson. I read this week. I read this week that Lord of the Rings is written for, is just a, a memoir written from the perceptive or perception of, of uh, perspective of hobbits. And so it's really just to talk about a, a journey around in a bunch of meals that they had. And it's like, that's pretty accurate. It's, it is pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of food involved. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so, so then we get to meet, um, we get to meet Mance Raider, uh, King Beyond the Wall. First impressions of Mance. Not what How I do, expected. What did you expect? A more warrior esque person. Okay. I mean, I guess he seems to me more like Bronn more than anything else, like of any other character that I've met. But I guess, like, I understand why John was kneeling to Thorin. No, Tormund. 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 Uh, Tormund, because he, he looks, looks right, kingly. like a well, like a wildling king. Yeah, he looks like the guy that would kind of basically submit hundreds of tribes that have never been able to, you know, come together right. in any way, shape, or form. Well, I can see him like wielding like a giant like war axe or a war hammer right. or something, like screaming as he's running in the battlefield. Like this guy, I don't Mance. I don't see that from him. It's one of the reasons why I like Mance is because I think he's kind of a Pretty humble king. Yeah. No, I don't dislike him. Yeah. I just, from everything that we've heard about the king beyond the wall. Wasn't what you were expecting. It was, yeah. How do you feel about Mance's first impression? I liked him. He gives me like daddy vibes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Fatherly figure vibes. That's, that's yes. different than daddy that's vibes. That's different than daddy vibes, Whatever. Lydia. Um, like when you're, when you're praying, you don't want to say daddy. <laughs> Dude, I had. I don't know it. how I pray. No, there, that's true. I've been a part of public prayers where oh, yeah. daddy. And Sky it's, Daddy. It's like, Sky Daddy. I get what you're going for here, but that's our a, little, food. a little weird for me. If mm. I ever pray again, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm just going to daddy it up. <laughs> Dear Daddy. Daddy. Um, yeah, I like him. I like that he seems humble and kind of nice. Yeah, he seems like he's just, he wants to learn about John. Right. He, you know, it's, I imagine Joffrey, because the, the truth of it is, John's an enemy coming in there. Um, he's part of the Night's Watch. They, fight back and you know that's that's their number one opponent is is the night's watch and it would be really easy to just not treat him with respect have him bound john's not bound um john has his sword with him like it would be really easy to just even the simple things that you would expect from a king you take their weapon you tie him up they're well, the enemy he doesn't do any of that didn't what's her name have his sword egret yeah john didn't have it i think they gave it back to him didn't they I thought I thought after they cut him loose during the battle when he killed Corn Halfhand, I think they they cut his little things and gave him his sword back, right? They definitely cut his bounds. They cut, um, yeah, they cut I him don't out. Know I if they gave him the sword back. Kept it because I thought while they were walking through the camp, she was messing with him with it. Yeah, and yeah. she like didn't she hit some kid with it? I think she hit him with a spear. But yeah, I I I I think you're right. I think she had it, but he's not bound, and he has the ability to. Put up make, a fight. Yeah, make, just walking around. A, and he apparently killed Corn Halfhand, so right. yeah. it was enough of apparently fighting to do did. something. Yeah. yeah. 
So anyway, it's just it's inter- interesting to me to see the approaches from different kings. We've met a lot of kings. But you're right. Yeah. He's he's genuinely interested in why. Like, tell me why. Like, why are you here? Ain't nothing but a heartache. Right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, uh, do we do we learn or like have we talked about like why the wildlings <sighs> and the the watch are fighting? I don't think that that has come up yet. Um, I think it's just difference of philosophy. Because just during this whole episode slash scene, I was just like, why are they? You get a little bit of it when fighting. Uh, Egret and John are originally like kind of bickering back and forth. Mm-hmm. He was saying that the wildlings come and raid our lands all the time, and she said they're not your lands. You came, you you lot came along, came along and put up a wall and called it your lands, but they, we were here first. And that's when he says like, I, you know. Lot of the first men runs through my veins. I've been here, you know, whatever. So there's a little bit, but not a whole lot. So the wildlings are crossing the wall. Yeah, they're going. Okay, so okay, yeah. So you can go. The wall ends at the sea, so you can go around it. Mm. And yeah, so there's there's lots of ways they can right. still raid south of the wall. So. I just want to say happy belated Columbus Day to everybody. Thanks. That's a weird way to pronounce Indigenous People Day. You take that back, right now. No. Take it back. It's a joke. My favorite thing about that is that you posted a fantastic. It was it was just so good. Thank you. Little mm, blurb. I stole Snip it from it. one blurb. of my favorite drag queens. Instagram story. I stole it from my favorite podcast host. That's um, me, I guess. It's you. I, I stole it from you. And then Keith asked me who posted it first. And I did give you credit. Good. Because Keith also yeah, asked. Because I asked her too. <laughs> And you also said you. Let me see if I can catch you in a lie. Yeah. Me? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll give people credit. I know you would. I have no problem. <laughs> um, I think I said definitely Lydia. Probably that sounds like what I'd say. But yeah. all I had to say, um, I love, I enjoyed seeing people just shit on the shitty person that Christopher Columbus is on Columbus Day. Yeah. Hope you did fun. too. Um, so I, I, I think another part of it to kind of go back to your question is this isn't necessarily the reason why, but it does not help the situation is the Night's Watch are bound by oath for life. Mm-hmm. And the oath, they take pretty seemingly pretty seriously. And then you get people who defect and leave, and then they go join this other group. And naturally, that's going to raise some animosity between the two. Right Now, that's not necessarily the, the origin of the you know, dislike and the, and the fighting, but it, it doesn't do anything to, to ease that or solve that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of it is lifestyle. I mean, Tor- Tormund even, uh, kind of talked about like he was talking about with women specifically, but, mm-hmm. uh, e- and John talked about it. Like there's a difference in philosophy and lifestyle. And even in real life, when people have totally different worldviews and, and opinions on things that can often lead to, Divide. I don't know what you're talking about. No um, way. No, I know. I've never, never seen experienced that, that. No. Maybe I'm just lying. Maybe. You know, like a liar. Like a liar. <laughs> don't spoil anything. I won't. Are there other uh, Watchmen who have defected to the Wildlings? Yes. Okay. That's. I, I'm pretty sure they've said that before. Like that. It's a common, not common, but it happens. I'm pretty sure there was a conversation about Mance. Uh, maybe back at um, what's the fuck boy's name? That fucks his daughters and sisters and oh, Craster, Craster. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a conversation back there about uh, brothers of the Night's Watch periodically leaving the Night's Watch to go join. Okay, the Wildlings. Yeah, um, it's not like they really could go anywhere else. No, because be killed immediately. Anyway, we saw that in the first scene of the show. Yeah, or second scene of the show. Um, when yeah, you can't go south. 
you can't you yeah and the only place it goes north um so anyway I, I just think that that plays a role in in it um you know and then you got yeah a brother of the night's watch who fought alongside someone who was in leadership in corn half hand who was apparently whole hand at one point um <laughs> he wasn't born half hand apparently not not according to mance all right um, i always pictured that he was i like that idea more yeah because well but it, it's kind of badass to like lose part of your hand in, in some kind of what thing. if he had an extra half hand that would Ooh, be weird yeah like two full like corn two and a half hand yeah two and right. a half hands yeah I feel like if he did, they should definitely call him a corn two and a half hands. I was gonna say I don't think that's it, but I mean, it I do be. like the idea. Maybe he cut someone else's half of a hand off. Mm. Ooh, okay. but that was his move. And like Davos wears his finger fingers around his neck. He wore mm-hmm. just half hands. Yep. Used to. I think he lost them. I noticed that too. Well, they, and I was yeah. sad for him. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Fingers. <laughs> finger maybe, bones. Maybe someone else. Finger will find bones them later. that were already finger boning removed. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So all that to say, um, it was a pretty cool scene. We learned a lot about Mance. We learned about his history. Uh, we learned about, you know, John and, and kind of his game plan. I want to hear your take on the validity of John and his story. So uh, think about what we've seen from John so far and then think about what he's telling Mance. Do you think that that all lines up or do you think that th- there's ulterior motive here? I think the reason why it worked <clears throat> probably more than anything is there's the echo of truth within that. I think he does believe and was disappointed that when he went to commander Mormont, like he was just like, no, I know. Yeah. Cause like that's for someone like John, who's like not innocent, but like devoted. And like, I think wants to help like hold everyone up to high standards, including himself for your commander that you like respect to be like, no, that's fine. Yeah. Like, oh, that goes against the central tenet of what we're supposed to be doing, and you're just cool with this? Like, maybe he didn't want to defect to the wildlings, but I think at that point, he was truthful in being like, no, that broke me a little bit. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, I think you're right. Um, I, I'm i glad that Mance, like, poked a little bit. You know, he kind of, yeah. he dug a little bit. He didn't take John's first answer, which was, you know, I want to be free, which... Well, that was... Yeah, Mance was... That wasn't Man- a good answer. Anyway. No, Mance's response was great. No, I, I don't think you want to be... I think you want to be a hero. And, um, I mean, everything I've seen from John so far, I would say that that's probably right. Yeah. It definitely checks out. Um, yeah, so I like this scene. Uh, we meet new characters. We move a storyline along. Um, and we get to look at John's beautiful face. He did look pretty good. I mentioned this. Uh, when we were watching the show with Emily, because she was a fan, she does. She loves Kit Harrington. Yeah, um, doesn't. And I, I mentioned that. Oh, he's like, you know, finally looking good. And she looked at me with, it was a little bit of like he can do disgust. no wrong in her eyes, which and I don't blame her. I the mean, fact of the matter is, he looked like a child before this. He's like got his beard now. He's a couple years older than he was when the show first started. He's like becoming a man. Mm. I like that. But this is like the first time that some people are seeing him and they're still calling him a baby. But like he doesn't look like a child to me. You mean in the show? Yeah. To I them he is. He's though. still young. I guess. He is. I mean, look at Torment. Or look Mance. At, Mance is like he's got well, yeah, be but Mance is old fifties. I mean, you're older than he is, and I call you a baby sometimes. I guess. Yeah, but so. that's because you're old as shit. Are you? <laughs> I don't think I'm older than Mance Raider. No. I no. didn't say you're older than Mance Raider. I just said you're old as shit. 
That's not very kind. You're just the oldest person <laughs> on in the room that I've ever met. That's. Oh my god. <laughs> you, you have a mother. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So you have beef. Do you also have a thing for Kit Harrington? He's yeah. I mean, he's good looking. He's not like yeah. wild about him. You're not a wildling about him. No, not really. Um, okay. Well, he's cute, you just, I like, you I like say the that curls. for Tywin, huh? I do like Tywin. Yeah, Daddy Tywin. He, I, I was, guess maybe I was gonna do that. Got to be quick, man. <laughs> I guess John is a little young for my taste. Mm. You like them older, older men? Yeah, but yeah, he's cute. He's fine. I was going <laughs> to keep going, but we'll move on. Is the next scene watching the ships? Huh? No. No. Mm-hmm. no. We've got a little while before that. The next scene is... Anybody know? Is it Cersei and... Nope. It's Bronn and the business owners. <laughs> uh, business owner. Um, so they're enjoying a little bit of time together. He makes the, the whole thing about, you know, I've never really had much of an imagination. Um, the whole point of this is to get us to pod, pod walking in. And summoning him. Did you have something to say before that? No. Okay. You, I, I thought you looked like you were like in thought. Um, Guys, so we could have named this the podcast. Oh, damn. We really should have. Yeah. It's, it's impossible not to like pod. There's no, I've never met someone who likes Game of Thrones and pod come up and then be like, Oh, no, fuck he's pod. very lovable. He's yeah. so sweet and squishy and cute. And Brown was so upset. He was so when upset. Pod walks in. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I'm gonna be uh, honest. Keep backing back away till you're outside this establishment, <laughs> then back away some more. He's serious to me. I will kill you. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. I mean, if I, I found myself in that scenario, I in that moment in that scenario, I probably wouldn't be super happy about being interrupted. Is it going to be that big deal? Uh, that big of a deal if Tyrion waits another? I mean, if you're paying someone, you can just come back. And if it's life and right? death. I don't know oh, unless you. I thought you meant Tyrion paying Bronn. No, I mean. <laughs> you meant Bronn paying the business owner. Yeah. I mean, if not, if you pay in advance, you're not I getting mean, a refund. Yeah, you don't know what their schedule is. You didn't know what kind of appointment he had to make. I guess. It's probably not online. I my vote <laughs> my vote is to support small business. That's right. We should have prioritized supporting small business. Um, Bronn himself is a little bit of a small business, though. Tyrion is also. Small business. Small business. That was bad. <laughs> I loved it. Um, so th- anyway, they get into the conversation. Pod tells Braun that Tyrion is summoned to you. It's a matter of life and death. Oh, okay. Um, Keith's microphone just falls. It's pretty awesome. If you maybe twist it up. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Sorry for that sound. Um, so it's anyway, he summons him, tells him to come, and then we go to Cersei and uh, Tyrion. For the first time, I think so far in the show, we we saw Tyrion with a little bit of like anxiety and fear. I, do you guys recall a, a moment in the show where we've seen that? Yeah, I think in an active attempt on your life is uh, probably you know gonna gonna start that. Okay, we're back. We had some quick technical difficulties. Uh, you were talking about the attempt on the life. Yeah, we were saying that that Tyrion had some anxiety. Um, the first time that we see anxiety and fear, and I think an, uh, an active attempt in your life that you see and you know about that is almost successful will definitely do that to you. And finding out last episode that that was Cersei that, that did that. So from Varys, I mean, 
I guess maybe Tyrion still has his doubts on who it was. He doesn't trust anybody at this point, probably, but except for Pod. Uh, but you know, yeah, that's going to do it to you. You're going to be anxious and fearful. And I thought it was especially like uh, spooky because he was expecting Pod to come back, and it's it's not like, and it's the person that you were just told try to kill you. Like, and you, anyway, you, you're expecting your protector to show up with your squire and none, it's, none of that happens. I did chuckle when he grabbed the stool and had to go put it in front of the door and climb up and then open the thing. Um, and then he just had to see Cersei. Not very nice. Well, he's small. Yeah. It's fine. I guess so. It's not his fault. It's still funny. Sure. Uh, maybe it shouldn't be. I don't know. Um, so then they start having a weird conversation. Um, Cersei's kind of poking him a little bit to try to figure out like what his game plan is. We we this is the first we're hearing about it, but he's trying to see their father, uh, who we know is now in King's Landing. She's trying to figure out why, and he's he's poking fun at like how nervous she is. And then he alludes to what do you you know what are you afraid that I'm going to tell him. And I kind of wanted to know, like, from your perspective, what is it that you think that she's so worried about? I mean, I'm guessing she probably knows that he knows that he or she tried to kill him. So she just doesn't want that to get back to anyone else. Do you think that she thinks that Tywin would care? I mean, I think so. Because regardless of, like, anything else, I feel like Tywin cares about his family. Like, if anyone else was trying to kill Tyrion, he would probably be pretty upset. I don't know how he would feel if Cersei's trying to kill Tyrion, but... How do you feel about Cersei trying to kill Tyrion? I don't love it. You think it's a good move? Like, logistically, probably. Yeah. But, like, I like Tyrion more than her. Sure. Not, like, personally, but as a move, if you're in Cersei's shoes... If I'm in Cersei's shoes, yeah, it makes sense. If I'm anyone else... No, because I think Tyrion brings a lot more than Cersei does. Yeah. The only thing from outside that I could see Cersei bringing would be control of Joffrey, but I don't think she has that. Doesn't seem like it. Particularly not now, as we see later in the episode. But yeah. Yeah. Somebody else has swooped in there. How do you feel? Do you feel like if you were in Cersei's shoes that you would want want or need him out of the way? Not really. Like, I think that Tyrion has done well with the power that he's been given, but I don't think he inherently has a lot of power. I don't think I would be afraid of him if I were Cersei. Well, he took over all the wildfire. Is it because he's... (laughs) No. And maybe she didn't want necessarily to get rid of him, but it was like a good opportunity to. Yeah, I get that. But I don't think it would be like my number one priority if I were her. Well, that's why she's probably not upset that it didn't work, but... Like, hey, if you can kill him, just go ahead and try. Of the people in King's Landing that have the ability to stop Cersei's, whatever her plans are, whatever her... Machinations. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Damn. Okay. That one got me. I got to try. But of the people who can stop her, I think Tyrion's at the top of that list. You know? I don't Mm -hmm. really know what her plans at this point are, but I do think that she just saw it as an opportune time to take him out and not have to really worry about questions. Yeah. Um, cause it wouldn't be that surprising. Oh, he fell in battle. Oh, fell no. in battle. And even if someone saw it, it was like, oh, he was swinging at an enemy guy and 
you know, yeah, just, or just got caught up in bloodlust right. or whatever else. So, anyways, yeah, I think that I, I think it was obviously the perfect opportune time, but also Cersei knows that there's only a, a small handful of people that can stop whatever she has in her mind, and I think Tyrion's one of those. And I think he proved that in the time that that Tywin wasn't in wasn't in King's Landing at, when he was the Hand of the King. Um, he he kind of proved to her that like he's a He's a worthy adversary, mm-hmm. and she doesn't do well with those. He got in her way a couple times, and yeah. I think that you mentioned a minute ago the wildfire was a big part of that. Keith oh, that, that was you. Um, We're apparently the same. You are the so. same to me. Um, I love you both so much. That is much, a downgrade but... for you, Keith. No, it's an upgrade for you both. Okay. Because I love both of you. Maybe upgrade, yeah. <laughs> or something. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. I think that she... <clears throat> I think that the way that we've seen Cersei operate... I thought it was really telling early, early, early on. We had a conversation and you mentioned that you didn't think that she was pulling strings and or was behind the string pulling, at least. Right. I do like reminding you of that because that was, was going <laughs> to say, we just love reminding me. That Probably to this point. But, but I, think, I think what it does is it shows how good Cersei is because on the outside to the majority of people, that's exactly how she's viewed. She's right. viewed as the widow queen whose son is in power and she's now just the queen regent and figurehead just there but she's not she's she's doing so much and anyone who challenges that or rises to her level is not someone she wants to keep around especially when it's not someone who's fighting with her and so i i think that she probably like I, i think if i was in her shoes i would probably pull the same move and and doing it on the battlefield is the best i mean I yeah yeah for sure. I think in this scene where she's uh, trying to figure out what are you going to tell father, I think she's going to try to tell him, or she thinks he's going to tell Tywin that about like Jamie and her. That's what I thought too. Yeah. He already knows though. We've talked about that. Like we do, you know, we we think that he's probably heard it, especially with Stannis sending that letter all around. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Stannis and Otto, those ravens. Yeah, but. It's probably a little bit different if you're hearing it from, from someone who was right. raised with them. The only thing I don't understand, the only thing that kind of pushes back against that in my mind is I don't know what Tyrion would gain from telling her, telling Tywin that. Right. Um, I do probably understand what he would gain from, uh, from telling him that Ter- said Cersei tried to kill him, but I don't know what he would gain from ratting out the incest. Well, yeah, and we we find later that that's not really what his motive is. No, yeah. Anyway, but she's nervous. You know, when you've got something that you don't want to get out, whatever it may have been, whether it was that he tried to kill her, whether it was the stuff was Jamie, whether it was something totally else altogether. Uh, I mean, it's it's she's trying to do anything she can to keep everything quiet uh, at all cost. Um, killing him seems like a yeah easy way to do that. Um, so it was it was an interesting scene. It wasn't vitally important not a whole lot to it um and then we we get kind of fading into the next moment where braun comes around the corner with pod and he has an interaction with Marin trant that's just Delightful. gold <laughs> sir Traren mant <laughs> and lord who's who's, who's, who's it who cares? uh and Marin trant did not think that that was funny no he didn't um i thought it was very funny Marin trant uh definitely gets a nod uh, a nomination for Firefit of the Week. Ugh. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm looking at these pictures. I think you just took a photo of every 
character that was in no, this No, but he didn't, he didn't include <laughs> Cersei. That's because Cersei didn't deserve that shit. Did you see what she was wearing? At the dinner? Yeah, yeah I did, yeah. but we'll did get you there. see who she was overshadowed by? Yeah. Yes. You took a picture of everyone else in that dinner. <laughs> That's because everyone else in that dinner deserved to be up there. All right. Listen, Cersei's won before. Hey, man, this not, is your thing. I'm not anti Cersei. Yeah, fuck, right. fuck you. Yeah, I'm sorry. And fuck you. I'll leave. <laughs> Me? Why? You're saying you know, I took you pictures of everybody first. in the goddamn show. I did not, but I took people took pictures of people who deserve to be up there. I appreciate your support. Always, course, Rob. Man. My boy. No matter what. Rob's, listen, <laughs> Rob is forever going to be on fire for the week. No matter what. We were watching and you were like, I can't give it to Rob again. <laughs> <laughs> I will but, take a picture of him, though. Because my first instinct is. That's, that's it. That's his new phone background. <laughs> right, yeah. It's a picture of his that, TV. That was already the, saved. The grainy <laughs> picture of my TV of Rob. Yeah, right. Um, so anyway, uh, we it's it's a funny scene. It's it's another one of those moments where it's like Braun almost gets an yeah, opportunity really. to fight somebody, show his skill one-on-one, and it's interrupted again. The last I'm kind of glad he didn't. I don't think he wins that fight against I two don't Kingsguard. Think, no, I don't either. The Hound, maybe. Two Kingsguard. No chance. I mean, he's got Pod to back him up, but I don't. Maybe. But I don't what? Know, maybe. Who is Pod? Some little chunky kid. He killed Pod's got Kingsguard. one Kingsguard on his on his hit list. That's more than Bron and you. He. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that felt unnecessary. Well, you just yelled at me, so I'm feeling a little <laughs> hurt and stung. Okay. I'll you look. also called him old as shit. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I called. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna make a note for next week. All right. Thanks. Um, there we go. I'll accept it later. But yeah, I, you know, Bron talks some shit to Marion Trent. Says you're better at. Uh, you know, beating up little girls than than fighting men, and like, well, well, if the shoe fits, uh, and you know, he he always goes to that that little like dagger behind his back, right? Yep. At some point, somebody's gonna. It's kind of how we know if this is serious or not. Yeah. If he's gone to that, this is serious. He's it's ready to. to he's ready to do it's it. About to go down. Yeah, about Warren to was go like, down. he keeps reaching for that dagger. He's gonna kill someone pretty important with that, isn't he? Mm. Like, I hope so. That would be Hot dope. Any uh, Joffrey right in the head. Okay. Straight through the temple. Here's <laughs> what I like most about that. Mm-hmm. Joffrey's dead. Right. Here's what I like second most about that. Ron killed him. I didn't even have to get the question out mm-hmm. and you were ready for it. Well, I knew what you were about to ask. You're fucking getting better at this shit. Thank you. And I like that. Um, I used to have to drag shit out of you. <laughs> Not anymore. Not and anymore. now you're just playing the game of Thrones. And I like that. I'm proud of you, bud. You know what happens when you play the game of Thrones, though? I win. Everyone else dies. <laughs> Perfect. We're all fucked. Yep. Hey, somebody's got to win. May as well be me. No loose ends, motherfucker. Um, Everyone th- dies. Then we get to a sad moment. Do we? Davos. Oh. Wait, wait. I have a question about the last scene. Can yeah, we please. go back? Can I ask sure. the Game of Thrones experts? I heard Expert. or read somewhere From a that Cersei's character and Bronn's character dated in real life. And it ended so poorly that they had it written into their contracts that they would not do scenes together. But I, that was the only time. I think you heard that on this podcast. Did you guys say that? Yeah, yeah I, I mentioned it before, but yeah, I, that's true. I don't so remember that. that was the only scene where they were kind of seen together. That's correct. Right? Yeah. So and, far. But they may, but they may have been able to. I don't think they were even in the scene together, though. Like I think that's they may true. have been able to film it. It was like the back of the his point, head, right? To the point where mm-hmm. he wasn't actually there. Because I thought that the contract was written to the point where. They were not like she didn't want him in scenes. He didn't want her in scenes that they didn't want to be on set together at the same time. So maybe but that it was is a true. body double. Or maybe there maybe that was a like a renewal of the contract. Like maybe mm-hmm. later, you know, uh, in certain seasons. Well, I don't there, know. There, there's been opportunity before this for them to be 
in scenes together. They're both in the same happen. city in the same like I mean, yeah. He's serving her brother. Right. And she has a ton of scenes with Tyrion. But yes, you're right. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure we yep. we brought that up on here, but um but that is Maybe. true. Yeah. Cool. I don't remember it, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm an old man who forgets everything apparently. <laughs> so we've got re- IRL relationships. Yeah. Cersei and Bronn ended really poorly, so poorly in fact that they both have in their HBO contract that they will not film scenes together. Why so, would you choose those people? So Bronn will not be killing Cersei. Then. Because they're both really good. No, they are good, but like out of all of the people you could choose from, you well, choose apparently, people who have beef. Apparently it wasn't necessary. I guess. And who knows, they may not have had their beef when they were cast. Did I, they date I think pre-show? They, I think they did, from what I remember. I could be totally wrong on that. And if, and, Okay. I'm just oh, kidding. I'm just saying. Like, it, no. I think it's so pretty cool. Calls, we just can't blow them. I think it's right. pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> but I like to blow. I them. was gonna say that's gonna be hard for me. I want uh, to blow holes. I think. Okay. I think. Yeah, it wait, was, who started saying blow holes? That. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He said, "We're not here to blow holes in things." Yeah, because you guys were blowing holes in Blackwater Bay, and I we didn't were poking like it. holes. Yeah, I think it's always poke holes. Okay. Blowing <laughs> holes is totally different. <laughs> Whoops. I'll show you later. <laughs> um, so we've got them and then John and Egret's characters date IRL. There's another one coming up that I did I tell you recently about the one that I found out? Uh, you may have. Okay. Um, You're going to have to say it and I'll tell you. I can't tell you right now. Oh. Actually, I can. We've, we've met these characters. Go for it. Tommen. Whoa. And Marcella. Chris, Chris Tomlin. Whoa. I think you didn't tell me about that. Weird. IRL date. Chris Tomlin dated Marcella. Chris, Chris Tomlin, Tomlin dated his sister. Dated a young child. You're not going down this rabbit hole again. Uh, no. Tommen, uh, who is, is Cersei's youngest son. Wait, mm-hmm. which Tommen? Okay. The other one. Okay. The, the, well, they, Clint, re, they re, already ruined it. They recast him. Did they? I don't even think I caught that. Like they have or they do? They do. Okay. It's really, it really is not I mean, that big of a deal. He's going to get older. I think I gave Clint yeah. shit, but it's not that big of a deal. It's fine. I think it's probably this season. Yeah. No, it's because he's, no, it's because he's getting, they yeah. cast a young kid and then they, you know. Right. I mean, Clint, if I gave you shit for that, I'm sorry. It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> you know what? Don't apologize for that. That's not what we gave him shit for. We gave him shit for talking about what happens to Tommen's first character. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So the guy who they end up having was a different character uh, prior to being Good Tommen. For him. Marcelo is. Really pretty. He's cute. Yeah. Good for that's power couple. Good for you guys. It's weird because they Good are siblings you. in the show. Well, it's also weird because they're Lannisters and they're tra- and they're the products thing. of incest. So and that I, wow, this just keeps getting crazy. I have a meme saved in my phone that I thought I sent to you that was talking about how it runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> and it had a picture of Jamie you and Cersei did. and then it had a picture of them. Um so anyway, all that to say, three. Game of Thrones has spawned three well, two relationships and then it did it failed to mend another one. Uh, but who knows? Well, I'm sure lots of other people were dating in the show. We're banging on the side. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah, and they were all, they were all having relations with George. So, oh, Ugh. that's how they got their contract. Ugh. I sadly can see that, but that was gross. Yep. So then we go to Davos. Do, are you done? Do you have anything else? <laughs> Am I done? Are you done, are you done? Lydia? That sounded annoyed, and Jeez. I, I know I'm not annoyed. It's not annoyed. I just wanted to make sure I didn't like cut you off or. or yeah, you've no, asked your one question for back. the for the podcast. Stop! It was not like that. I was trying I'm to be finished. thoughtful. I'm finished. Thank you. Oh my god! Are we allowed to talk now? 
Can I pout like Justin always right. No. Lydia, I'm, I'm sorry, me. Lydia. I'm sorry. It's in my contract that I can do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, and I can pout when I get my feelings hurt. There's nothing wrong with that. Can except and that, do. Except that I'm dramatic. <laughs> except that I'm dramatic. Um, what are, you, are you looking up something? Do you have some info for us? So they both starred on a uh, on a, a show, a British drama. Wait, who's they? In the 90s. Cersei and Bronn. Yeah, Lena Headley and Jerome Flynn. Uh, Cersei and Bronn. Both starred in a British drama in the 90s called Soldier, Soldier. All right. Um, which is when people think this is all kind of hearsay. There's a there's an anonymous source that is the one that said that they flat out refused to to work together. Was it you? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know they they think that uh, that that's when they or they know that's when they met, and they think that they sparked a relationship later on after that. So it would have most likely ended prior to the start of Game of Thrones. I'm just gonna say. This is very like, is it superficial? It's like sure, a, maybe we'll like a we'll surface learn it level. after you say something. Cersei, uh, uh, Lena Headley, way, way above Jerome Flynn's level. Maybe he makes her laugh. She's <laughs> really pretty, and he looks like that. I'm just saying. Let's see what he looked like in the '90s. I don't know. I, don't I like think that. he's unattractive. I will say this: Jerome Flynn. Helps me sleep often. I oh, with your uh, reading podcast. Yeah, I have. Uh, God, he is pretty ugly. I I know that's what I'm saying. She's beautiful and he's not. Um, let's see. It's not a, a becoming picture. No, <laughs> that's not that no. bad. Is that's that, the second one on Google Images. Is though. that current though? I think so. Yeah. So I use the Calm app because mm-hmm. I've got anxiety and. Just to be uh, fair to everyone, Jerome Flynn denies. Feud with co-star Lena Headley. Interesting. Mm. Get spicier. Uh, and Jerome Flynn is one of the readers of a story. But yeah, there's, I like to listen there's to it. Definitely he has a great a, voice. A large, like, looks difference between yeah. the two. Oh yeah, you yeah. can see from there. He didn't look better in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see that. It might look worse. Let's see. Why um, I get to see. Come on. So uh, anyway. So we'll post those pictures on our Instagram if you guys want to save those. Save it, yeah. Sorry, buddy. And send them to me. Um, you can go look at them there. Uh, we move on to Davos. If you're done. Uh, <laughs> Are we allowed to move on? Yes. Lydia? Okay. Davos, um, man, the reason that this scene is sad is because that guy it's crusty. is crusty. <laughs> but holy makeup. Holy makeup. Batman? Batman. <laughs> uh, he he looked rough. Um I don't. I, they never said how long he'd been missing, right? No, it had to be a while. But I mean, Tom Hanks was on that island for a while, and he didn't look like that. That's what I'm saying. Well, he's Tom Hanks, though. Yeah, it's true. A little bit different island, but still. I mean, yeah, I can't. Right. According to you, it was <laughs> Epstein Island, right? <laughs> that's different where, island. That's on, where he met oh, another different Wilson. island. This was not. This was not the Wilson Island. And I. Backtrack that. Yeah, the adrenochrome keeps him young. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Keith. Thanks for knowing about that, Lydia. We both spend too much time on the internet. I feel out of the loop. Same, man. Oh, I've realized how those... how out of the loop I am hanging out with these two more. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, so you don't even know what you're no, talking no, no, about? No, I do. Certain people believe that yep. uh, a lot of the certain people being. QAnon people. Right. Believe 
How do Demo- we feel about QAnon on this podcast? They're great. They believe the Democrats yeah. uh, harvest. Democrats. What's what was what was the word again? Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome from children. It's like baby blood. Right to keep to keep themselves alive. These are the ones that think looking. lizard people are among us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That I think part of that was the whole uh, the pizza shop basement thing. The Pizzagate. what? Pizzagate. I am so out of the loop. I choose to be out of the loop of these things because I can't. <laughs> I can't actually believe that there are actual people out there that actually think this. Because it reminds me of Parks and Rec when they're talking about like Zorp, the lizard god. Yeah. All those people from, in Parks and Rec, they're are real people. They're real. Right. No way. I mean, they're not, but they are real people. And oh, I've yeah, blocked oh, yeah. them all on Instagram. <laughs> Good. Clearly, you haven't. No, we yeah. still like we just learn about them. We're not learning from them. Yeah. It is crazy how many people out themselves in 2021, like. You, there's no, no one's like holding back the racism anymore. No one's holding back my the crazy. My favorite thing is when you're like filming someone being just like absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> and then they pull their phone out like it's, right. and they like hold it like right. shake it. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> record you, and it's like that's yeah. Okay. I'm not the fuckhead here. Great. Um, it is great. I don't know how we did this, but we were talking about Davos. And now, his, see, are you guys? Uh, this is where we're into it, though. Are you guys down with what's going on with John Gruden? Do you know who John Gruden is? No. There you go. Tell us what's happening. <laughs> no, he's a he's an NFL football coach that had to step down this former week. NFL former football NFL coach. Oh coach. yes, I have. Oh, yeah, I have this. this. Yeah. I thought Gruden was familiar because he's a racist piece of Is shit. Is Dave Chappelle involved in this in some way? <laughs> I don't think so. No. Dave Chappelle okay. is got his own scandal going on. I haven't watched that yet. I have. I'm excited okay. to. And Liked it was it. funny. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's funny. Oh, that's all I'll say. Um. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Who knows? Uh, so here's what I really liked about this scene. Okay. Davos. Took his shirt off. Had his shirt off <laughs> and he had that dad bod and I just felt vindicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my real thing that I like. Uh, and I'll, I'll present it with a question. Thank you. How do you feel about Davos thus far in the show? Question mark. I like him. You like him. Why? Uh, because I feel like I understand him because what he is is or what he says is what he is he's honest yeah i don't think there's anything hidden i don't think there's any like hidden motivations or anything like that it's just like he's straight up here he is believes what he he's believes gonna tell you what he believes he's not a jerk about it he just has strong beliefs and yeah i think it, he's great you like davos i think i don't like him for all the reasons that keith likes him just like be Perfect. more manipulative. I don't know. Stop no. being so honest. <laughs> I like it. You want him no. to play the game more. Yes. Like you, it. It's stupid to be honest. At a point, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, what? So what happened later? That was kind of stupid. But yeah, I think it served him well. I don't dislike him. I've always this. been like strongly indifferent towards him. I was sad he lost his finger bones. Sad. <laughs> Here's why I brought that up. Mm-hmm. In this scene. He's presented with an opportunity to. He's asked about what king he served, right? By the rescuers, I would imagine. Sorry, I'm just I'm picturing little mice people. <laughs> the rescuers yeah, down under. Rescue. Sorry. Um. No, it's okay. I, no, I I like the reference. Thank right. you. <laughs> Got to put him in, baby. Which not a lot of people. Not which, a lot of people watch that. <laughs> which Which character from the rescuers were you into? Uh, gadget sexually. <laughs> the alligator. <laughs> A lot of teeth. Interesting. A lot of te- he likes the teeth. Trust me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Never going um, that down. 
gadgets. <laughs> I said gadget. I think that's from Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I, Am I wrong about that? I don't think I've seen it. I watched I watched Chippendale mm-hmm. when I was a kid. The dancers or the <laughs> well, I, wa- I watch those now. Okay. Um I watched the cartoon when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't remember. Okay. But all of that to say. He had the option of lying. He had the option to I mean, your life's on the line. But he didn't. And you don't know who these guys are. And I would infer if I were in that scenario, based on how Blackwater turned out, that the people who were alive and patrolling and all that, I would assume and guess that they were probably loyal to Joffrey. Yes. Um, and so he, I would imagine, and the look on his face kind of indicated this to me, and maybe I'm wrong, that he knew that he was making a decision that might end poorly for him, mm-hmm. but he made it anyway. Yeah. No, definitely, I liked yeah. that loyalty. Definitely. You saw that on his face. Like... I think he did a good job of portraying that. I do too. And I don't want to take away from him on that, but I almost wonder if the reason, because we cut back to them a little bit, and I know it was for drama, but like I noticed that one of them had like a weird trident thing. He also was dressed funny. And I was like, I wonder if he knows that they're pirates. Still. I mean, but like, because of. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not Salador Sands pirates, you know? Salador? Salador, yeah. Salazar. Salazar Slytherin, I think is what you're thinking. 100%. Also, if people ever try to witness to you, like spiritually, and you don't want them to, saying that you serve the one true God is like a good generic answer to get them to leave you alone. What if they yell witness me while they're spraying their mouth with uh, spray paint? What? (laughs) It's a Mad Max reference. Come on, guys. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Josh Mond would know what I'm talking about. Oh, why isn't... Yeah, he'd be a better... (laughs) He dresses one one year for Halloween, I think. That was weird. Yep. Thanks uh, everybody for joining <laughs> Keith on his inside joke corner. I like I like that you've come out of your shell mm-hmm. and you have your own inside joke corner yeah. now. I'm like a Ninja Turtle. I think the additional idiot has, has uh, brought that out a little bit because Donatello. <laughs> Donatello's my favorite because he's the best, and because he's purple. He's got the purple. And oh, I purple's like him my favorite of his color. Brain. Are you um, happier here because of me, Keith? No, I was. I think I was. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I th- Yes, Lydia. I love that you're here. I, I want. I want, I'm gonna go on record. I'm happier when you're here. <laughs> Absolutely, I love that you're here. I think I was trying Keith to just said fuck you, Lydia. But I, I think in the past and early on, you were overshadowed by. Uh, clearly, I'm speaking over you here. So Very there you go. So. <laughs> yeah, I was on a. I was trying to be on a trajectory of becoming more outgoing with this, uh, especially with talking to Lauren and hearing her critiques, yeah. her loving critiques, um, <laughs> her encouragement. Right. Yes, that's much better. She's an encourager. Uh, but yeah, I was trying to, uh, but you being here, I think helps a lot too. You don't have to say that. No, it's nice to have another, <laughs> it's, it's nice to have somebody smart here. Listen, you already showed your true If colors. you feel differently, call the hotline. Yeah. Let us know. If Just you hate Jordan, it, but make sure you talk in. really quickly or Jordan Nick will make fun of you. Keep Lydia, get rid of Nick. <laughs> Honestly, if we should, him. if we should keep Lydia and get rid of Nick, call in on the hotline. If we open that door, I would, I would. Not want to see the results of that okay. for your sake. Ouch. Um, I love that you're here. I love that you're, you're here. You're just saying no one else does. I'm just saying. I just told you how much I like you, you and did. how much you, did. you remind her, her, yeah. of her brother. brother. That's true. Yeah. The one um, that she doesn't like. You interrupted <laughs> Justin when he was about to say that he loves that I'm here, but maybe he wasn't going to say I that. I was going to say that, and then instead I got shut down. That's all right. I don't know what's happening. You're, Nick's showing us his phone. That's just your phone. 
He just showed me his phone, but I don't have whatever he's talking about. Which Justin did I send it to? I don't know. You just showed oh, us your lock screen. Oh, 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 I do see it. I do see it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So uh, Davos gets saved, which is good. He said the right one, True King. Right. Um, and then we get to see it again, one of my favorite characters. Sauron is so good. Awesome. So good. I like this version of him. I like the other one, too. But this one really demonstrates his true colors. Like the one we've seen earlier in the so show? So we saw him earlier earlier choose to side with Stannis because Davos kind of prompted him and, and promised him stuff. Right. This time, he's showing that I don't give a shit about you or them or whoever. I didn't get what I was promised, so I'm done. I like when people are straight up, you know? Straight well, up, yeah. Again, me. there's not really any hidden motives with Sauron. son. Because he's just he's uh, he's after gold, he's after glory, he's after you know just continuing his lifestyle the way that it is now. And that's probably why he and Davos get along so well. I guess. I mean, yeah, they're they're clearly great friends. Yeah, uh, Davos. Unlikely he, friends. Unlikely friends. Uh, well, no, no I mean, not Davos used to be a smuggler. Yeah, right? but I'm talking about like personality. Like Davos seems like a kind of older. Well, yeah, like, Davos is a smuggler, and Salador is a pirate. There's a very different. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Like right. like like, like Salador is like. Salador seems like the dude who wants to go to the strip club. Yeah. Davos seems like the guy who wants to go home and go to sleep. Yeah, but they both. Sure. I think they're probably both the guy that you can call if you're stranded on the side of the road because your tire is flat. I mean, they they both have proved it. And Salador's son, as pissed as he was, you know what he did? He brought him back to the he, thing. Took he, care of his boy. He dumped him in a small boat way off the shore, but he did it. He uh, did exactly what I would do if you called me. I would give you a ton of shit. But yeah. I would, I'd, I'd yeah, help be you there. out. I yeah. wouldn't let you uh, get out of it easy, though. Yeah, Justin wouldn't bring you to the airport gate. He would drop you off like at that. What division. did I? I said it while we were watching it. I said everyone needs a salad or a son in their life that is going to speak some truth to them. It's going to, you know, like, hey, you're I being an idiot. I believe you here. said that maybe I was yours. You said I, it, I think either both, me or Emily. I think we both kind of am, and yeah, definitely Emily. But like, everyone needs that. Everyone needs them. Like, hey, here's the reality of the situation, man. That. You're going to go back to Dragonstone. You're going to get fucked. You either kill her, which they'll burn you for, or you don't kill her, which they'll burn you for. <laughs> so it's like, why are you, don't do that shit. Anyways. So you've, your, your Sador son is either, is probably Emily, but also maybe little me. It's a little bit you. Yours. Yeah. What's mine? Yeah. Who's mine? Yeah. Who's your, who's your, who keeps you grounded? Keep answer first. My wife. Legitimately? Yeah, Lauren. Okay. I know her name. I think you also need to have like an external person though outside of your partner. That wasn't part of the rule. He gave, he gave us two <laughs> choices. His wife and a friend. I have some other ones too, but yeah. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> I want to be important in your life. Lydia, you answer now. <laughs> this is great. Justin, you answer now. <laughs> oh, mine's probably Nick. And sometimes that's annoying. Yeah, I know. There's been a lot of times your in your other life choice? that like, I've had to say that. Uh, yeah, give us your second one. <laughs> Nick gave us two. Okay. No, Aaron's definitely one for me. Um, but also the brother that you remind me of is like my straight shooter. Good. I like call him when I have issues and he's like, this is what you need to do. Yeah. Don't go back to Dragonstone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who my second one would be. I don't either. That's okay. I mean, oh, I uh, yes, I do. I Probably Sully. Up. Okay. Sully and Nick. Yeah, you guys butt heads a lot. Yeah. The, the SJN people. Yeah. Any of them. Okay. Well, that was a fun exercise. 
<laughs> it didn't have the excitement that I thought it might. Sorry. Great. Sorry about that, everybody listening. It's okay. Just go ahead and skip uh, all that. So after the you know scenario or the situation with Salador and Davos where da- Salador is like rolling his eyes at him and he's like, fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, we get to Heart Eyes, Rob Stark. Mm. I mean, every time. Every time he's on screen, I'm just like... God, he's beautiful. Well, he has a little bit of the Kit Harrington here too. Like he's a little he older. Is, yeah, a little yeah, bit older, maturing. a little bit more like I like mm, older okay. men. <laughs> I wouldn't say like I like I don't well, I don't like older men. I do see the draw. I understand it. But I do like like the chiseled I like late, mature late twenties, early thirties yeah. men. You know, like a like like, you know, probably <laughs> Rob Stark at this point. I use the word chisel. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, bud. You didn't have to put that on the internet. You could have just let it go. Oh, okay. You could Look, you, someone could make a statue that looks like you. I didn't that'd be know, chiseled. I didn't know that's what we Yeah. <laughs> literally chiseled. That would be great. Yeah. If you want to get to work. Uh <laughs> that's not the medium I work in. So all I was just saying I thought he was hot and I like seeing him. Same. No? I appreciate it. Is that your type? Oh, he's fine. What the fuck, man? He looks what like you- John, sort of, to me. I don't know. I think he's dragon. Yeah, he's a hotter John. They're nice looking. For show. He has he's freckles, also, doesn't he? He has some freckles. Yeah, the freckles are They're nice. probably rich and they're on TV. They don't need my uh, I, building up. I like freckles. They're fine. I'm a freckle boy. Maybe it's because I have freckles. That's what we all call you. Um, That's not the important part, the freckle boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, That's fine with me, actually. Okay. Um, That's not the point uh, of this scene, but it's just important to note that Rob's hot and gets a mention for Firefoot of the Week. All right. Duh. Shocking. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So they're at Hall. Was that explicitly mentioned, or did we just put those pieces together? I think they showed it in the distance. Yeah. Um, And we're just left to remember it. We kind of know what Hall looks like from the outside a couple times. So he's with uh, Ruse Bolton and the Great John. No, Great John. Umber, Lord Umber. Who's uh, the, who's the guy? Yeah, the Car Carstark. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry. Um. So they kind of walk in and see just mayhem. Last time we saw Heron Hall, the Lannisters were occupying it, and they had a bunch of prisoners. Yep. And then we saw them leaving, but the mountain was tasked with staying there and discovering the brotherhood of no banners or whatever yep brotherhood without banners without yeah banners. look Good at job, you man. go dude you did it you're doing that shit so um so yeah so they something's happened uh there's a lot of dead people there um dead horses do we know you ask this do we know how the horses were are they just like D- dolls or something? How do they have dead horses that look so real, just laying on the ground? I mean, uh, that that was a big question when I was watching it. Yeah, I mean, you can make they probably trained, or you could alive horses make like silicone dolls with them the same way you do with people. Also, like it's probably sadly not that hard to get dead horses. Yeah, but I don't think they would film with dead horses. Why not? They were pretty yeah, convincing super too, unsanitary. though. Like, they looked like, so real. They were legs, and they were you know like eh, it's. I guess you never saw the faces of them. So maybe it's just like a horse hide thrown over a, you know, piece of garbage or something. So Lydia's 
hypothesis is that they killed horses. No, they found dead horses. It's <laughs> they different. found dead horses is right. what you think? It would be more Game of Thronesy for them to kill horses. Yeah, we kill lots of animals. I don't think it's like... Who's we? The world. Oh, oh yeah. Did oh, they, yeah. Did they right. as a yeah. podcast, did kill they, a lot of animals. Did they kill that horse in Drogo's tent? Like in real oh, life? Oh, that was... C- Seabiscuit? That was a lot of... CGI? In real, like you think IRL, dead they ki- no, they definitely didn't kill the horse. They're probably just CGI dead shit. horses. I realize it's like Britain, but you can't do that. Like, I mean, well, I don't know. I don't and know. I'm sure at the end of the episodes, it says like no animals were harmed in the filming of this show. I don't, I don't think so. No, because I mean, they a- don't. They're not killing these people when they cut their throats open on the show. No, right? They're not. <laughs> exactly. They just have a prosthetic that they can cut. Wait, that's not real. Comes out of it. It's not. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Oh yeah, erase I, the goddamn board. <laughs> it's all fake. Uh, yeah, I just I was impressed. I don't know so if you I've thought ever we've seen... just been watching snuff films. This Next, whole time. you're going to tell me that the dragons are fake. Yeah, like I've seen them Very have. So. I think I've seen them like kill horses and stuff like that. But I've never. I don't know if I've ever noticed another show like just there be dead horses on the ground. Like I think the dead people would have been enough, but. No, let's take it an extra step. Like we gotta have dead horses. Right yeah, here. and like Lydia said, they probably had some laying around. Yeah, because the mountain so wouldn't bring horses scene. with them. Yeah, that's what was that's what was so weird to me. Why wouldn't he take the fucking horses? It depends know, on how fast you need to go. Yeah, because okay. if you don't, if you have too many men or not enough men for all their horses, then you have to like lead them. Okay, and also if you're just a mountain and you're just like, yeah, I don't care, screw these people. It was just interesting as we were watching it. Like I mean, we've seen him huh. kill a horse without pause before. There were multiple horses too. There was a black horse and there was a white horse. A white one too, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Anyway, so almost immediately after the observing of deadness of corpses everywhere, uh, we get a interesting moment where I, it was really quick, but it definitely set the stage for what happened next. Rob is kind of taken in the scene. And he looks up, and everyone's looking down on him. Every, everyone, all eyes on Rob. Kat is just there talking, inserting herself. She's just no punishment for her actions. And Rob, out of just out of left field, says, find her, basically find her a cell. Like, find her, find her a room that, w- that, that's, that would serve as a cell. And... It, I don't. Do you think that that was his plan all along, or do you think that he was he cracked under the pressure from everybody, everybody's influence? I think as his men and his captains are looking at, I think they said something like two hundred dead Northmen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of uh, you know, it's it, it's kind of evident to him that they're like. These are people's brothers. These are people's like fathers. These are people's kin of some kind. And his the one of the biggest traitors that they've encountered so far is standing right there unbound, you know, uh, unpunished to the to the, you know, um dismay of people around him. And so he's like, "Oh shit, I got to I got to snap out of it." Cuz he's having a conversation with her about a dead uh, Tully Bannerman. Right. And so he's like, okay, I got to snap out of it, like back to being King. And, um, and so that's when he, he, he does that. So, yeah, I don't think that was his thought process the whole time. I think he, he looked up and kind of said, okay, I gotta, I gotta snap out of it. So, yeah. And he made a decision that 
I honestly, I kind of expected Kat to like fight him on it, but I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, I think she knows she messed up. He's maybe, a, he's maybe not messed know. up in her eyes, but messed up for him. Made a made a decision that was to put him in a difficult position mm. for sure. Um, so then we then Talissa comes up as Kat's walking off, and she tries to be like, "That's your mother," and he, shut up, Talissa. So you like oh, Talissa wow. until she defends. <laughs> Cat, and then it's and then, get out of here, Talissa. I just love Rob, <laughs> and I want Rob to be surrounded by people who are going to respect him and love him, yeah. and, not and question be healthy him. for him. Right. No, no, him no, 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 sex. no, no. I don't <laughs> like that he laughed. That she laughs at him. She. That's my favorite thing about her. What the fuck? <laughs> That's not a cool thing to do. Okay, yeah, we're getting. I like <laughs> the leg cutting off thing. I thought that was pretty cool. Um. Uh, her cutting off legs? Yeah. Feet. Science, man. Was it just feet? I thought it was leg. I don't know. I think it's foot. We got to take the foot. Unimportant. Altogether. Um, no, the point that I was trying to make is um, she can shut up. Oh. <laughs> I don't really know. Well, I, I mean, now that you've argued that point so well. I, th- I, think, I think for me, like, uh, I think that it's important for somebody in Rob's position who has had to make a lot of tough decisions. I think it's important for everybody to be surrounded by people who are looking out for you and creating the best opportunity for you. Catelyn has clearly not done that. She's focused on herself and her own desires and, and very justifiably. We've talked about that. You know, she's trying to look out for the girls and all that, Mm -hmm. but she put Rob in a really difficult position and, uh, Sometimes people just want to be like, yeah, but the loyalty to your family is more important than whatever, but it's not. No, absolutely not. And and again, this is like a reminder that's right in front of all these men that like she put her two daughters above the entire mission that they have. And, and that's all what those, those the, other lives as well. That's, that's, that's part these, of that mission. Right. That's what these guys died for. And you put your two daughters above that. So uh, yeah, I don't. I think there's a great decision by Rob. I don't mind Talissa saying that, but no, I don't either. Um, I'm. I was mostly making a joke, but it became a thing. <laughs> and then there's a guy that that coughs. A guy coughs. <laughs> so we go over and we see this dude with his nasty neck injury. Yeah. And Talissa says it needs to be sewed up and clean, clean and sewed up. And they give him some water, and then they have this he this weird like moment where they you know. You're lucky to be alive. And he kind of looks around, takes it all in, and says, lucky? I felt that so deeply. (laughs) (laughs) Because I, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, sometimes you look around and you're like, this shit is just, no thank you, I don't want to be a part of it anymore. And often people are like, yeah, but you're here. But sometimes that doesn't feel like a great thing. Uh, and so I, I like that. His name's Kyburn, in case you missed that. Like the crystals? Nope. Kyburn. I know. Not Kyber. I know. Which Kyber crystal color would you select? Uh, silver. Mm. That's one I normally go with when I can't choose. What's your favorite game to choose in? All of them. Can we get some context to this? <laughs> it's a Star Wars thing. It's a Star Wars thing. Kyber crystal. Oh, that's what, you know, makes, you know? that's what makes uh, lightsabers. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What color would you pick? Is denim an option? Hers would be a rainbow. <laughs> Is denim an option? 
I like no, that you, rainbow. It's a rainbow. I like that you said that, but you're not wearing any denim. That you not can today. see. All black. You don't know what's underneath the sweatshirt. What color would you pick? Blue. Gay. Um, what would you pick? Oh, red for sure. Yeah, you like Darth Maul. For sure. No for doubt. For sure. Um, anyway, that was unimportant. Kyburn. Yep. And he doesn't feel lucky. Yep. Because um, he's a spy. What? <gasps> I don't know. They left him behind. Who left him behind? The Lannisters. Okay. I didn't realize that you had theories about this. That's fine. I need more info. I just like you, to throw things out now. Give me that action, boss. Why did they not kill him? How did they miss him? They cut his neck. Yeah, they not definitely tried. What are you talking badly. about? It didn't look that bad. It was just a flesh wound. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Black Knight. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, that's that's the end of my theory. This they, isn't just a Game of Thrones thing. Like Keith is good at guessing things in all forms of media. <laughs> It's just a skill that you Was have. it malignant yeah. about the movie? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, malignant. so, so I want to get on record. You uh-huh. think that Kyburn... This I don't know. I'm just trying to throw things out. I know, but I want to get I want to get it on record. Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, yeah, they left him behind. They they slit his throat, but they did a bad job of it so he can infiltrate and, I don't know, assassinate someone. Okay. Jesus Christ. I like this. This is juicy. Just like that ass. Whoa. <laughs> don't talk about Nick like that. <laughs> I don't have the juicy ass here, I can tell you. You that. have a juicier ass than you did in college. I yeah, that's true. As we found out last night when Emily and I sat on the couch while Nick was cooking and scrolled through old pictures of Nick's ass. It was awesome. <laughs> was that a like an album in Emily's phone? No, it was old baseball pictures. So he's oh. like doing action shots of baseball stuff because he played college baseball. And I like action stuff of baseball. Action shots of baseball stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's like catching <laughs> and be, uh, hitting yeah. and the baseball things. Pitching and, and, and that ass, yep. bro, that ass was flat. flat. Um, so it is a little juicier now. So is yours. This is uncomfortable yeah. for me. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I can't compliment your butt. No. Why? No, I guess, I mean, you can. I like, like all of you. Okay. Every part. Yeah. Every inch. Um, so after that juicy ass we get to Tywin and Tyrion ooh hated this scene big scene hated it wanted to know how you felt about Tywin after yeah Tywin after the scene me personally Mm -hmm. I think he's a phenomenal character you could still get it (laughs) I didn't ask what you thought about him because I knew that was the answer I also agree that he could still get it all right he would probably give it. I, I would hate imagine. it, Keith. I'm yeah, with you, man. Even after he dissed <laughs> Tyrion like that. Listen, Awful. I don't, I don't want to like him. Mm-hmm. He is an incredible character. I'm not. Sir, I'm not true. saying that he's not. I just wanted to know how you felt about him, not his character. I don't like him. Okay, he's cool. a fuck. But Tyrion like, I, is but so I liked sweet. Him, I liked him during his interactions with Arya. Oh yeah, that was fun. Um. It's one of those things where it feels so strange because it, it he's he's nice to this random girl that he suspects is lying to his face, mm-hmm. but his own son he treats like dog shit. What's well, frustrating to me, sorry Keith, um, I just want to get this out there. It's I fine. am just go uh, ahead and cut him off again. What's frustrating to me is <laughs> I the, felt it was just more of the fact that uh, <laughs> I liked it. I, I did it. Let you keep going <laughs> because uh, Tyrion killed his wife, and he's still probably pretty upset about that. Did he like his wife though? I mean, Taisha? More than uh, Tyrion. Gosh, 
saying Tyrion and Tywin at the same time is it's rough. It's hard. Even writing it down, I was like, Tywin wait, that's the wrong name. Probably liked his wife more than he likes Tyrion. Oh, oh, you mean Tyrion yeah. killed Tywin's wife? Right. I can't remember her name. Um, you just said a name with confidence. No, I thought you were talking about Tyrion's wife's name, like the, oh. the whore probably like from, Tyrell or something. Uh, yeah, just but confusing. So. What I didn't like about this is that the last time that we saw Tywin interact with Tywin, uh, Tyrion, here you go, there you <laughs> yeah. go, it's hard. See? The last time we saw Tywin interact with Tyrion, it was in the camp, and he was sending him to King's Landing, and he said that like, you are my son, you are smart, you you will be able to represent me well in King's Landing. It was kind of like a, oh, even Tyrion had kind of like a, yeah, he was like, are you? I'm sorry, what? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we, and then Tyrion may not have done the best job in, in Tywin's eyes when it comes to ruling in the time being, but, but he did put together what he could for the defense of King's Landing. He did better than Joffrey and Cersei. Right. And this is the first time that they've interacted since that interaction. And so it's just, it's just strange. Like what the fuck, man? Like what changed? And I think, I think if Tyrion hadn't brought it up, Castle Rock, it probably would have been okay. But when he brought that up, Tywin just unloaded. Mm-hmm. It, it, I agree with you. It was so strange because of that. But I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of Tywin naked, um, <laughs> and I'm trying to imagine like how big it is, and. Uh, <laughs> No, but I, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes, like his hatred for Tyrion. He gets into it a little bit. He, he talks about, you know, you killed your mother to be born. Like, it, you know, you see that there's a lot of hurt in Tywin, but we've seen before with his conversation with Jamie back when he was like field dressing that deer, mm. uh, where he was just talking about like, I mean, he goes in on Jamie a little bit there and talks about how like Jamie wasn't what he could have been. Um, I think that Tywin, I mean, Tywin is someone who obviously has really deep family loyalty. Uh, the name means something. The legacy means something. The the honor, all of that. And as as successful and influential as the Lannister family is and will be, I mean, Cersei was Robert's queen. Uh, and Joffrey, her son, is the king. You know, Jamie's a member of the King's Guard, like all of this stuff. Ultimately, the Casterly Rock whole like Lannister legacy there seems to be dead because Jamie is not, Jamie can't go back because he's a sworn, you know, member of the King's Guard and that's for life. Cersei is the Queen Regent. Uh, so there, there, that line is going to continue in King's Landing. It kind of feel, it probably feels to him like the two best options he had were like ruined, well, and, and he's left with Tyrion, who he blames the loss of his wife on. And the Lannister line can't go anywhere without Tyrion, because they're all Baratheons coming out of uh, Cersei. Exactly. Yeah, but I think that Tywin. I think that Tywin is holding on to some potential. So we saw Barris and Selmy get dismissed from the lifelong oath of the King's Guard earlier on in end of season one, maybe. Um, and 
I think Tywin's probably holding on to that, saying like, well, you know, we could potentially have Joffrey release Jamie of his oath to, you know, to the King's Guard and saying, hey, he can go back and, and be the Lord of Castle Rock and further the line, stuff like, you know, along those lines. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's what, what Tywin's holding on to, maybe, because there is no other option. Yeah. Like you said, um, besides Tyrion, unless you do that with Jamie. Unless Tyrone starts having kids again. I mean, you can have kids till whatever age, right? As a man. I don't know how that works. I mean, yeah, the older you get, the more I thought that was the whole thing with the Well, that was one of the like apparently minor active. Yeah, Michael Phelps up in that bitch. Apparently. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean I, that that's that's clearly <laughs> maybe not clearly, but I I think that's what Tywin is holding on to. No, I think that you're, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think Tywin, he's thinking about that as like kind of as uh, an ace in his back pocket. And if he gives it to Tyrion, then that opportunity goes away. Then he's stuck with Tyrion rather than Jamie. So all I had to say, it was tough to watch. Tyrion is clearly just looking for some love from his dad. Like he's looking for some acceptance, you know, some gratitude. It was tough to see. I mean, you, you know, he's, he mentions a few times like, can I just hang out with my dad and, you know, like anyway, but he does have something that he's there for. He does. But I think that he re- he genuinely does also just want his dad to say, I'm proud of you. Yeah. He wants something. He says that a little bloody gratitude would. Yeah. Do you would think nice. he would have asked about the casually walk rock thing there? If the beginning of the conversation would have gone better. Yeah. I think that was the whole reason for him. He, he wants out of King's landing at this point. He kind of knows that like, but he was okay, just saying, Cersei's after him, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. There's nothing else. He's not a hand of the king anymore. There's nothing left here for him. So go with Shay then. He is too attached to the Lannister line. Nah. And he doesn't know how to be on his own. You know? He's not on his own. He's with Shay. No, I know. I'm talking about like without all of the money and all of the, you know, uh, things that come along with that. So I don't know. Lydia, what do you think? I just really respect a parent that is courageous enough to dislike their child. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. It made me sad because I like Tyrion. But also, yeah, I think he was going into the conversation expecting something. I don't think he was just like, come on, dad, let's go (laughs) toss the pigskin. (laughs) I think he wanted something. So I don't know. It was a hard scene. All right. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I, I don't like it when... I don't like it when people talk shit to Tyrion. That hurts me. It hurts because he... He doesn't deserve any of it. He's got a... He's drawn a tough hand in life. Um, I mean, not as tough as it could have been, but he's, he's... he's His family hates him. Yeah. And everyone else looks at him as a you're part of them, but they don't want you part of it. Like, he doesn't fit anywhere. Um, I was sad. I the was only, sad. The only thing Tywin can be mad at is that he did end up bringing Shay. And Tywin clearly knows that somehow. Um, I don't know if Cersei maybe said. Remember, Cersei had Roz and thought that Roz was the whore. Cer- right. Cersei one hundred percent snitched as soon as Tywin right. rolled up. He had a whore. We we had her locked up. You know. Now he doesn't doesn't know that it doesn't not, know that it's not yeah. the right one. But Cersei is a snitch one hundred percent. Snitches right. get stitches. Someone needs to cut that bitch. But. A hundred percent. It was because of Cersei. Yeah. So that's the you know that's the only thing that he can really be mad at. 
Um, I guess that is kind of the one. Now I'm defending Tywin. I don't like this. I'm going to stop. No, fuck him. I like it. Keep going. He's a daddy, but he's not a dad. Not a very good dad. He could be my daddy. (laughs) If he wants. I mean, none of his kids like him. They all think he's a dick. No, no, no. I think you missed what I said. Uh, He can be my daddy. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'd take a mean dad over no dad, so. Would you? (laughs) How about you, Justin? Justin, care to weigh in? Uh, I'm going to go with no dad. (laughs) Here's the the fun part. I've got both. You got both. (laughs) Shock. I've got both, and that is insane. And of the two, I'd rather have old Kev. Because <laughs> um, at least you'd be a prince then. Um, I am. You still are I am. <laughs> That's true. No one's taking that from me. The Prince of Waffle House. House, um, House Waffle, sir. House of House of. Oh shit! That was good. Can I get that one on a shirt? That's what the shirt says. The shirt it says, says Prince of House Waffle. Yeah, you didn't read totally the shirt. I think I just wow. saw the bleeder one. I think I just saw the Waffle House sign. Should we be bleeping this out, by the way? Why? Spoiling. These, yeah, right. Are Spoiling these uh, shirt designs? Right. Oh, I did. Is that a thing? I think these I don't are know. Is it a thing? Yes. I, I can bleep it. I don't. I these are it's up to you. That, I didn't know that was a thing. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was a thing either. Oh, okay. Whatever you guys want to do. Well, Nick we're gonna show them eventually to Nick people. Nick you're in charge. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> cool. I was joking, and we made it into a thing. But yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like a joke. Then we get who mentioned earlier the boat scene? That was you. That was you. Yes, where he dropped him off on the shore. No, no, no. Sansa and watching were, the ship. No, that was yeah, me. I was gonna say. Speaking of glow ups. Speaking of glow ups. Mm. Sansa looks Sansa? older. Sansa looks great. Yeah. Lauren was like, she looks good, and they gave her hair a wash, so it looks more red. Yeah, her her hair definitely got red. And I think she's taller than Baelish now. Firefit of the week. For women, just a nominee. Sorry. Okay. Ooh. Hate to break your heart. Also, Shay looked really good in this. Shay looked my good. Seat. Roz looked good. Everybody looks good. Shay's wearing the same fucking. I was about to yeah. say, if you said Shay, did you say Shay or no, Sansa? No, said, said Shay. I just said, he said Shay looked good. I said good. she did. She's in Roz her uniform looked, and her right. Shay uniform. Yeah, everybody. What everybody did you call it? She what did you nice. call it a couple oh, yeah. episodes ago? Like a, like I don't a know, gauzy yeah. curtain. I don't know. You did. I think you said gauzy curtain. I think that's a great description. She's wearing the same thing. You mean just like overall like makeup, hair? Like gotcha. I wasn't even talking about like her brown skin, clothing. She looked great. Yeah, yeah she but good. she not firefit of the week. Great, but she looked good. You oh. know how like the nude dresses are kind of like all the rage now with nude or yeah, new? They're not nude. Uh, like the naked dresses, like the, the see through. They're kind of like all the rage now. I'm unfamiliar. Tell us more. Oh, I'm happy, <laughs> to, happy to learn more. No, women celebrities. They've been wearing no, them to all kinds of different. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, they've so, been doing that. For, let's find one. A little bit. Right. Well, Lizzo just wore one the other day to Cardi B's and got, you know. Oh, you know what? I bullshit. did see that shit. Yeah, I did bullshit. see. Uh, they I were f- like, well, if Rihanna, if Rihanna can say, wear it, why the fuck can't Lizzo wear it? Great. great. I like Do Lizzo does whatever she wants. Absolutely. Same. I support Anyways, people who want to feel Shay powerful. Shay was the OG naked dress. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Justin can wear sandals with socks. Anyone can wear anything. <laughs> we're doing this I, again. I shouldn't. I understand that. No, look, it's your house. You'd be comfortable. These shoes, do you see how they're ripped and stuff? The shoes? Yeah. You, you can oh, see the that? sandals? Yeah. Yeah. I, when these finally die, you know what I'm going to get? Crocs? I'm going to get a pair of Crocs. Like Lydia's? Hell yeah. Uh, not like Lydia's. <laughs> no. Do we get the male fire fit of the week in this scene? From Baelish? No. Baelish? No. Dude, that thing was dope. Dude. <sighs> That's what he always wears. No. Is he wearing? Is that in the pictures? His normal. I think I, I think I was writing shit down. I'll I'll find it. Um, 
It's great. Because Baelish was Firefighter of the Week for men. Nick knew because we talked about it last night. You didn't even send that in the picture. Right. Guys, I was trying Don't to write you. notes and take fucking <laughs> pictures. It was a lot, okay? This is the first time I had to do this. I'm sorry. Baelish hey, looked... Hey, you did a great job, and you're great, and I want to... And also, you. you fucked up. Nope. <laughs> Just that. Uh, yeah, be yeah. Ba- I'm glad you brought that up, because Baelish did win Firefighter of the Week. He It was similar to what he normally wears, but it was a little more elegant. It was a little more ornate. It, uh, it was black... It was a black. Um, what do we say his clothes are? Male, male dress. I don't know. Yeah, he's a little it's like a androgynous, tunic almost. which yeah. I like. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's got some yellow accents on maybe like the inside that kind of are visible through on the back, and then it's got this like weird lighter color print over it. I don't know. It was sexy, and he wins fire for the week. Uh, and so I thought it was interesting that. Oftentimes in this show, we've gotten uh, Firefighter of the Week kind of together. You know what I mean? And uh, we got a couple nominees here. So, But he wins. Did you find a picture? I'm working on it. I think I'm going to have to look it up with the video. Yeah, can you just pull the episode up? Yeah, I will. Thank you. Um, So Sansa looked great. Yeah. Nominee for Firefighter of the Week. And then Baelish won it. Um, Baelish reveals that Arya is alive and he offers to take Sansa with him. Sansa this time seems a little more open, a little more interested. Do you think that that's she's been cast out? Yeah. I was going to ask like the reason why you think it's just because of that. Oh yeah. But why, then why not take that off offer when he had, um, asked her the first time? Because he didn't, she didn't know if it was a test. Probably, hmm. everything else has been okay. What are we laughing about? I was wondering if she had anything <laughs> to add, and she gave me what a fuck. You laughing at? So we did. We we called her out anyway. <laughs> I was trying to not, and you did. No, and call her so. out. When was the first time that he offered her? Uh, right after uh, the whole scene in the throne room where Marjorie, yeah, and then he kind of chased her down. And then talks to her about, like, yeah. it's not safe here. I don't know. I mean, I think she's, like, realizing how few options she has now. That's just because some time has passed, so. Yeah. They're, not, they're not married yet, are they? don't they? know how much time has passed. Who? Joffrey and no. Margarine? No. <laughs> Margarine. Margarine. Joffrey's not fucking Margarine at the moment. Okay. That's not what I was asking. Uh, no, they're not married. Okay. So, after this, we get a quick first look at... Nothing. I don't. What dragons flying? Dragons. I was like Roz. I don't know what were you. No, I mean there was a quick moment where Shay told Roz told Shay to look out for her with him, and I love that because like I think she's probably working for Varys at this time, but like she's that close to Baelish still. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah, it kind of maybe answers the question of like, what is she gonna do? She's gonna stay put. She's gonna do that. Um, but yeah, dragons. Dragons. Great, and they had a little bit of a glow up too. Just a small one. They're getting big. Yeah. I mean, Danny doesn't seem to be happy with it, but they're a lot bigger than they were last time we saw them. Yeah. Um, Diving in the water, catching fish. Toasting their own fish. Yeah. You mentioned last, uh, or uh, uh, like at the beginning of this episode, you mentioned about the budget. When I saw the dragons, I said to Nick, Budget. This is where it is, but apparently not. So maybe they just used all of their budget on these three dragons. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Maybe that's why we didn't get many. 
bloody kills this they week. The they do look pretty weird. good. The dragons? Yeah. yeah. They look tight. Still if you not, had to pick one. Still not dragons, but, you know. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna Are we going to do that every do fucking every time? time. <laughs> oh, God. If you what? had to pick one of the three, black, green, or like cream? Black. Black? Also black. Nick? Still working on the fire like fit the over green. there. <laughs> I like the green. That is a weird choice. I don't know. I, I just like the idea of the green dragon. That's fine. You're allowed to do that. It was just weird to me. I fully expected this to be a unanimous green vote. Are you also? Yeah, I mean black, black vote. vote. I'm black. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then we get uh the scene with Danny and John uh Jora where they're kind of up, kind of talking and and yeah, and Jora talks shit about the fucking uh Dothraki. He's like, ah, oh, this yeah. is a great. Fuck, great little crew you got here. Another another beautiful day on the high seas as they're throwing up. Well, fuck you, man. They've never been on a boat before. That was annoying. Fuck Jorah. Okay. In this <laughs> in this instance. Wow. Yeah. We went from zero to ten on Jorah. I think it was actually Jorah that I was talking about that everyone needs a Jorah in their life because he kind of brings Danny down to earth. Not Salador San. They're both, they both do the same thing. Though. No, I think it was Salador. Pretty Salazar. sure. Salazar Slytherin. Um, Anyways, I didn't like that. Another nominee for Firefighter of the Week. Danny. 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 In the blue with she the necklace. Good. The, the necklace was great. Damn, yeah. Danny. She looked good. See what you did there. Yeah, I know. I'm Thanks. glad somebody got it. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, damn, Daniel. Uh, she she looked great. I mean, her eyes pop with the blue dress. Her hair looks dope. She's got grown-ass dragons. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to beat it. And she's beautiful. But uh, she, alas, does not win. Do you know who wins? Yep. Did I say it last night? Nope. You just know. It's Lydia. Yep. Okay. It's I'll tell Lydia. you if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. No. Lydia wins Fire for the Week. Yeah. I do like your skeleton crew hoodie. Yeah, it's like my, what was the song? Spooky scary. Yeah. <laughs> hoodies, hoodies are my favorite item of clothing, and skeletons are some of my favorite imagery. So. And platform purple Crocs. Favorite, favorite <laughs> type of shoe. Uh, those are awesome. So they get into a conversation. They're talking about kind of the next move. Danny's like really impatient. She wants to figure that shit out. She, they're talking about the dragons, how they've grown. She's not happy with their growth. You know, someone needs to remind her what happened when her brother got really impatient. And can you remind me what that was? Uh, you got a golden crown, golden crown by, by having Lord God Drogo. Right. Dumping uh, molten gold on top of his head. <laughs> That would make sense if Danny's the Christ figure. Lord Drogo God, Drogo. <laughs> listen, yeah, if somebody in the show Drogo's can get dead. it, Jason Mo can get it. Nothing? No one? Can get what? It. 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 He's not my type. What is your type, Too much Nick? muscle. Yeah. Rob and Kit. They're muscly. I guess if I'm going to do that, Rob and John. Do I be, fit? It'll be Richard and Kit. Do I fit? Dick and Kit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Dick and Kit show, everybody. Do I fit? Sure. I think you're cute. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Chisel. You got style. You got a little bit of a little bit. You got the hair, which I do yeah, not have. Yeah, we can see your hair today. Yeah. You mostly. Have- I did that for you. <laughs> you I yeah. almost put a hat on. I'm gonna stop. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, Lydia, there I'm gonna go. I'm gonna not so that Lydia knows that I have hair. Cool. It wasn't a wig last week. It's the shit's <laughs> look. The shit's real. Yeah, it looks nice. 
Thank you. Um, so they start talking about, you know, this army. We don't know anything about them. And this is, I thought, a really important moment because Danny's whole life up until this point has been riddled with challenge, you know, scenarios that have, have kind of shown her what is important in life and what's not. And she she's like, no, we we can't go this route because they're slaves. And Jor comes back with a really, a pretty good response like, okay, well... What your if whatever whatever your other option is, you let me know basically. Like, and if if you don't have one, then we'll go with this route because at this point, I don't see any anybody lining up to fight for you. So we got to do what we got to do, and and figure it out. So um, I just thought that was cool. Was there anything else that you wanted to mention about the scene? Anybody? Nope. She looked great. I like that Danny is still holding to the the slave thing. Yes. Like, no, I don't want I don't want people you know fighting with me or fighting for me or a part of my crew that are forced to be here. I like that. She's holding to it. Yeah. Danny's just great. She's our Christ figure. Um, then we're, a, this is a rough scene, setting the slaves free. Mm. So I was going to no, do it. Make it. No, no, do it. It's fine. No. I uh, want to hear it. Saddle up your horses. <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to sing. Oh, sorry. My bad. What were you going to sing? Better, nothing. <laughs> uh, then we're to the red woman. And Stannis mm. and King Davos. <laughs> now, uh, this is the reunion moment, you know. Yeah, and Stannis is just like he's just a Stannis. Thought you were dead. <laughs> he just turned to that in his chair and just doesn't give a shit. No, he's. I mean, I, I want to remind everybody he did name Davos Hand of the Fucking King. Yeah, that's right before the battle. That's what he said on the boat. Your hand of the fucking king. Stannis also has a little bit of a glam up. Like he looks a little different. You know that Stannis gets a fire for the week mention. I'm not surprised. Honorable I like mention. I like his little chainmail. I I think he he looks better than he used to. His, I, his, I agree with the look that you're making, Lydia. His scruff <laughs> is becoming of his face because his face is hideous. I know what it looks like. Oh, okay, I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah, I please. took a picture. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I think that I only missed one and I got shat on for it. Well, what was the one that won? The fire pit. Guys, I was picked, busy. picture of all the honorable mentions. I was writing that in my notebook. I had to... You guys suck. All of you suck. Um, anyway, they're having that conversation. Uh, Davos walks in and then Melisandre is a fucking bitch. She's poking the bear. She does poke and like, hey, I told your son that he was going to die before he died. Damn, I was so sad because I wanted so bad because Davos has proven loyalty. He did whatever he had to do to get back. He risked his life with the scene with the random dudes on the boat. He had to basically beg a friend who who has made it very clear, I do not want to do this. And he had to beg him to go against what he wanted to do to support him. And it just to make it back to Stannis. And Stannis is like, oh, you're not dead. Okay. I would have liked to see. So Melisandre says in this scene that she could have stopped it, like the wildfire trick. Uh, you think that's true? That's what I was going to ask you. Is like, wouldn't you have liked to see that? That like her power in that of like what what could she have done? Because she's all about like she usually kind of manipulates fire in her way, or just kind of watches fire. It's not like she have, stops it. Have we seen her manipulate it? Not. 
I mean, maybe with the visions is the only way. Like, oh, like when Sam yeah, we haven't like, seen her like into the fire. fire, like fire bend, you right. know, so to speak. But like, but yeah, we've seen her have visions in the flames and things like that. So I just don't know what she would have done. Maybe she, maybe she would have seen it coming, and they could have, you know, avoided, uh, avoided it more. I don't See, know. I thought she was trying to say like I could have like fire bend, like I could have like maybe gotten rid of the fire, fire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but maybe. I don't. I also don't feel like she's that powerful. And if she is. Why is she just like hanging on to Stannis? I think she's the most powerful person that we have encountered to this point, like as a person. I mean, I haven't seen any power from her. I just saw the birthing of whatever, and that was from something else. I don't think that was her power birthing that thing. Hmm. Okay, maybe I phrased it wrong. Yeah, the, so you're talking about like the power was I think Lord of Light. I think but... we've seen the strongest magic from her. Right. But I don't think I've seen power from her. I've just saw her be a vessel for whatever this thing is. Okay. How about um so we saw her drink poison that killed another guy. We call we saw her drink poison that killed another guy, didn't kill her. We saw we, we saw her birth the demon, be pregnant in No, I am not stop. Justin's <laughs> jerking off in Keith's face and I don't Whoa, and that's that not what it's about. What I'm, just, I'm just trying to Dude, air jerking I'm off. I'm not jerking <laughs> off in Keith's face. <laughs> He's airbending. Also, just make your point. No, I'm, I'm going to rail no. him like he railed Jordan. Can you get to the point? My point is that I, like, I, I think that, that she making. has proven some power. I mean, the poison but, thing. I mean, she hasn't been able to firebend, but she has visions. She is able to apparently stop poison from bothering her. Uh, she has birthed a, a, a shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's continued to kind of like have this aura about her that no one's quite sure. So I do think we've seen that. I just don't know what that power would have been based yeah. on things we've seen. I mean, maybe it's, you know, obviously the skeptic in me, but like, I feel like the poison thing can be explained away from, she's just like, she's gotten used to poison. Hmm. You know, we built up an immunity. Yeah. Kind we of don't know anything about it really. And I mean, maybe it is magic, but like maybe she just built up immunity to this poison. She's the only, or, or the Lord, of, the Lord of light is the only God that we've seen that has some sort of like, that's done something. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, maybe and it's she's from that the too. Mouthpiece or something. Yeah. You know, something but, like uh, and then the vision thing, I, that's like, like you're going to have hard times in your life. Like, but we, this guy's going off to war and you're just like, hey, burning is the best death. I think you'll see it different in the books. Sorry. Uh, I mean, she's not a, she's not a perspective character. Right. But I do think you'll see it different in the books. I think her power is a little bit more. Yeah. And, and maybe that's true. Yeah. But like, I'm just, and not to like, be this person, but sure. like from all only the stuff that I've seen on the show so far. Yeah. I think I can say she's a cool vessel, but I don't think I can be like, she has the power to do things. Right. Okay. That's fair. I mean, so, so what you're saying is when she's talking to Davos saying that, uh, I could have stopped, stopped it, all that kind of stuff. She's just playing the, the backside of that, the, the, phony psychic of like i could have seen that coming right or, yeah yeah like oh if you would have called me like we right. definitely could have find, found that the body was here but she you did, didn't so she did tell um mathos that death by fire is is well, the purest yeah, form she believes that why didn't she tell stannis that there was going to be a giant wildfire thing that was going to explode everyone maybe mathos's faith was a little bit more and mathos's faith seemed to be pretty strong more than stannis yeah but doesn't it suit her goals more to tell stannis that like don't lose 
<laughs> yeah, it, it would. I'm not sure what we're arguing now, but like, well, she said that she she doesn't she doesn't control what she sees, and she doesn't even she doesn't see timelines. She just sees she things that happen. Yeah, but not the details that. But it does seem like Stannis saw something in those flames. We've talked we talked about it last right. episode, mm-hmm. maybe the episode before that, but like, yeah, but Stannis isn't dead. So the, so he, whatever he saw. One, he may have seen that happening and misinterpreted it. Or two, oh, it was last episode though. It was at when after yeah. he choked her. It was after he yeah, was like, yeah, show yeah. me. And so he had some. He he saw something because we talked about Stannis is not the guy to, to humor. He's not the guy. He he's he's going to be straight shooter. So he saw something. There's something there. But you're right. What you're saying is it's not her power. It's just, it's Lord Light's power. In and she's not maybe in control of it at all times. She's just kind of a vessel. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Danny's power, you know, it's not like power, but like she's not getting burned. She's not whatever. Like that comes from her. Yeah. Like her power or Melisandre's power that I've seen so far. Sure. doesn't seem to be coming out of her. It seems to be coming from yeah. another source. So basically, yeah. What, what we just said, you're, you're just, you know, and I would probably agree with you in this sense. That like she's just talking shit after the fact. Yeah. She wasn't there. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, and Look, clearly trying to ma- draw draw drive a wedge between Stannis and Davos. Yeah, no, I want more magic, and she <clears throat> she knows that Davos doesn't want her there. Right. Yeah. And so she like, doesn't want you, his influence to yeah. impact Stannis. You get rid of Davos, and cool. She knew yeah. where to poke. I mean, she poked the dead son. She sure did. <laughs> and he responded, was looking for a place to poke. That's the place. Apparently, it would um, be. My, I mean, I'd, I'd have fuck, try to fuck her up too. Can you imagine? Okay, I almost made a joke about. Oh, you try to fuck her? No, what? fuck her. Up. I know. It was, yeah, like I, I said, she's not my type. We talked about that. I know. I think the body's banging, but like everything. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and Lydia said she's insubstantial. I did. I stand by that. All right. I still disagree. Yeah, I'm confused by it too, but it's fine. Just wanted to bring it up again. <laughs> I'm just gonna need more clarity on that later. But for now, Davos gets carted off. Stannis doesn't seem to give two. Shits about yeah to anything's about just i mean that's your guy he's saved your life he's shown that he's more loyal than anyone else maybe that's what he saw in the fire what him betraying him or something i don't know yeah maybe maybe Mm. melisandre made that happen you just every that wall just keeps getting covered in shit As you just keep throwing every piece of shit you have against the I wall to see what it. sticks. Look, I'm, I like it too, man. I keep, what's co- his keep name it coming. From Always Sunny. <laughs> Which one? Charlie. Uh, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, the oh the lines. Yeah. That's what we. Yeah, yeah. We you brought that yeah. up. <laughs> it's Charlie. Yeah. Where he like has a crazy. I love Charlie. Crazy he's so fucking he's, funny. He's funny. Yeah. So it was tough. I mean, because Stan or uh, Davos fought his way back to get there. He's in rough shape as it is, and then he gets dragged off to us prison cell um stannis is ruthless man he's just he's why no one's his friend stannis is just lost at this point but he's still ruthless like uh he has no grace salador said it he licks his wounds at dragonstone and i said it last episode too he's just kind of a whipped dog at this point and just sort of lost he says he's still fighting but what are you doing burning people killing people who support you apparently apparently well maybe send another shadow uh, yeah, I can imagine at this point he's really wanting to do that. Can't wait till we get that shadow again. The shadow's inside of him. So we move on to a scene that I really love. Uh, this is Marjorie 
Uh, and Joffrey, fuck Joffrey. Um, most importantly, Marjorie. Got it. In uh, there. I got I slid it in. Um, th- I just thought this was cool because it it kind of shakes up the the royal family and in their interactions. The mm-hmm. the King's Landing family. I mean, Robert Robert was a fun enough dude, but he was a piece of shit. Um, Cersei was a piece of shit. Joffrey's a piece of shit. Like everyone connected to them are pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. But then you get Marjorie. And she comes from the outside. She was she's not been connected to this family. She was promised, you know, she was married to Renly. Um, so she's coming in from the outside and bringing a totally different vibe to all of this. Yeah. And um, so they're, they're kind of walking through. We hear, you know, stop, stop, stop. They put down the little weird carrying things. Uh, we already called letters uh, palaquins. Yeah, that works yeah, too. That's correct. Yeah. Big fan paladin palindromes. <laughs> different. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I, I would like, uh, if it's okay with you guys, for y'all to carry me around. You got it. Uh, so. No. Come on, bro. <laughs> We're going to need more than just me keeping with I'll you. I'll fireman carry you around the house. It's fine. <laughs> did you just call me fat? I think I did. He might have called us weak. I'm not sure. It was a little bit. Of, it wasn't. No, it was, it was more. Yeah. Dude, I'm not fat. You're getting less fat. I am. Yeah. And I'm getting more fat. You're right. Yeah. You're so, just transferring. I'm giving. Am I cannot be creating? Is me is me losing weight? Putting it on you? Uh, maybe, but I'm kind of. I think I'm. I might be a little uh, insecure about the fact that you're losing weight and I'm not. It's all about a quick. You're welcome to join. Maybe I'm I'm lashing out. You're welcome to join. I'll take a look at that. I'll take the next five minutes off. I'm gonna take a look at that. Take really just a a good. Can you just inside? Can you go in the closet while we're recording so we don't have to watch you? My favorite thing is that I'm. I'm trying to be healthier and lose weight, and you're calling me fat. I'm not supportive <laughs> at all. You're just shitting on me. Um, well, it's it takes my, like what three weeks for people around you to see it. So, but he's the one who brought it up. I didn't even bring it up. I'm just trying no. To I like. It. I have not told anybody. I don't want my two dads I to like fight. The idea of you taking care of yourself. Okay. Well, thanks. Because it means you give a shit. <laughs> trying to make just it. Starting to. Just trying to make it. Uh, if I'm gonna have to be here, might as well do better. Might as well be hot. As I, yeah, I well, I think that ship has sailed. But might might be less ugly. <laughs> uh, so then we get into this scene. I know everyone hates this. I hate this. I don't know why we do this shit. Um, I just I like the I like this kind of stuff. Yeah, I like people who are compassionate. I like people who care for other people. Just I like, like you. They care for for me, or yeah. I like to care for. I like, yeah, I like that. It's important to me. Yeah. Um, I especially like someone who is in power and authority using that for good. Um, we, yeah. I really like Lauren's, uh, especially after Joffrey like looked and was super jealous looking. Like Lauren's was like, oh, are, are they gonna princess die her? Like, Ooh. is Joffrey gonna get like super jealous of her, like of the people loving her more, and just like get rid of her? Damn. That's a good, yeah, it's a good take. Wow. My wife's smart. Hot take from Lauren. We're yeah. going to, we're going to label that piece of shit on the wall from Lauren. <laughs> I like that one. I mean, because yeah, good. everything yeah. that we know from them, they don't like people overshadowing them. Yeah. It is a British show. They've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. They did see it firsthand. Did anybody else question her motives? Did anybody else? I was going to ask y'all like, that. Was she just shaking hands and kissing babies? or Shaking babies, kissing hands? Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, do that one. <laughs> I don't think. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you all that, actually. So you you I, felt that way? Not we, like I was not flip that on you. I wasn't fully questioning her, but it was kind of there. Okay. A little Keith? bit. I think so. I I mean, I think I agree with Lydia. Like it was it was there, but I don't think that was her main goal, especially if she like if she legitimately is doing charity work at home, which she she seems like the kind of person who does. There was no selfies taken. I was about to say it gave me it's mission true. trip vibes. So, I don't know. <laughs> it did. A little bit. Um, I thought it was cool that she, like her handmaiden said, hey, you'll ruin your dress. Like we should have guards. Why? Look around. Like they're fine. There's people. Hey, you'll ruin your dress. I have more. Doesn't seem to be anybody of importance inside that little orphanage or whatever. Right. Um, and doesn't seem to be anybody else around really when she tells the person that's in charge of that orphanage, like, let me know if you need anything because I'll supply it and so um, yeah, I, that's the yeah. that's the piece that makes me feel like it wasn't just like a a play for attention. Like it's see, and she said, "You come directly to me. Like don't no one else. Like I I I will help you guys. I I don't know. I, she she took the time. She had no reason to do it. No one yeah. expects that of her. No one even respects it really i mean yeah i was gonna say the only person there is joffrey and he's not gonna get anything out of that he don't give a shit right it wasn't like a she did it in in front of a in giant crowd of people yeah. it was a pretty private thing the only people who saw were king's guardsmen and joffrey i think we saw how how traumatic the the uh, obviously it's traumatic like the the riot that joffrey was a part of because mm-hmm. uh, as soon as the people start looking inside the little he carrier the- he's like oh shut the <laughs> shut the blind uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I, I was going to ask if y'all had those feelings, but the only thing I do have, and it's just, I don't know the timeline of it. She mentions later that the reason why she went there was because the Septon mentioned the charity to her, but they mm. were at the Septon. So if the Septon mentioned it to her while they were there, how did she have all these toys already? That's the that was the only thing that I was like I don't know how that works but I just yeah. don't know maybe he mentioned it earlier and we are blowing on holes <laughs> I didn't say blowing well? on holes oh sorry we are blowing I don't holes. like that imagery in holes <laughs> I'll blow in your hole is that a thing that people enjoy I don't know you would know more than me I'm probably the least experienced here I don't know why don't you know I never blown on a hole all right. <laughs> Would you like to? Not against it. Okay. Well, see me after class. <laughs> um, so all that to say, I so you think the toy it was a setup? No, no. I, I was saying I don't think it was a setup. The only thing that I was questioning was how she had all these toys readily available if she just learned about it when they were leaving the church. Because that's what it was, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but if they had mentioned it earlier and she knew that they were going there and going by it again, maybe she had it. Maybe it was a thing where she didn't know exactly where it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she heard that this is something that maybe might ha- come up. So she loaded up toys. Like Santa Claus. On the like off chance. Santa Claus, yeah. Yeah, that she came across this. And yeah. she happened to come across it. Or maybe whoever's in charge of continuity at the show just did a poor job here. <laughs> that also could be it. It's fine, too. Um, leaving Starbucks cups out, giving out toys. Again, I'm not here to blow on holes. Okay. 
but we can be if y'all want. <laughs> Anybody wants to blow on holes? I'm voting for no. <laughs> you just said you'd be in, you'd be open to it. Not this blowing on holes. Oh, Different. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I prefer the other one. The, okay. okay. So just we'll so we're clear. So Marjorie. Marjorie. Like or dislike? I like her. I like her. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. No, I like her. She's not my favorite. She's not my least favorite. Yeah, she's, she's conniving. Good. She wants to get things done, but like, I don't feel like it's bad. Like everyone is playing this game. Yeah, kind of got to like dislike. Oh, I love Marjorie. Yeah, me too. Big fan. Do you love. like her more than Cersei? Yeah. Oh, um, I like her more than Cersei. For I sure. like her as a. Do you like her more than Joffrey? I think that Cersei's a more dynamic character. I think Cersei's a better character. I think Marjorie is making her way into that conversation. That's what I was going to say. Is that at this point. We know that Marjorie's one of Marjorie's uh, motives is to be queen, right? But mm-hmm. we don't know the motives behind other other this other stuff, and right. you know all the things come along with that. And her her back and forth with Cersei in this next scene is we also don't know why she wants to be queen. Maybe she sees injustice in the world <laughs> and just wants to like, wants to correct it, correct it. Yeah, I've seen injustice in the world and I've corrected it. Yep, yes. I got it in. I think that's, that, that's for you. I appreciate that. I wish we had the soundtrack that we could just hit. I know. And play. I mean, we've got a soundboard on this. I don't think they were allowed to play. I was listening to it on the way over here and it really got me hyped. <laughs> um I I think that uh I'm sorry that threw me off at the whatever that was. Um <laughs> Perfect response, Nick. I don't know how to respond to this. Because I lost my train of thought. You were talking about what? Uh, Marjorie and her motives and the dynamic oh. of her character like changing and, and her building her character more. Um, I like, I think Cersei's character is more interesting to me. Yeah, and okay. I think that Lena Headley's a that's fair. better I actress. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. But Maybe I that. do like, I like the things that Marjorie is doing. Those are things that are important to me. Um, is, the, is the dinner scene the next scene? The dinner scene is the next scene. I liked the scene. Several Firefit honorable mentions and a win this is the one that i said was the win that i was saying in my head is it marjorie it's marjorie yeah dude that rose across the middle the rose first of all we had the cutouts the cutouts are always i'm always a fan of the cutouts big fan the more skin the merrier right (laughs) or something i don't know Uh, as the old saying as the old saying so she had this really ornate rose with thorns kind of coming across badass awesome it looked awesome she's she looked great um Joffrey looked awesome. Fuck Joffrey. He's a cunt. Hate him. Cool. He does have good style. He looked. Would you ever give it to him? He's given it to him before. I've given it to him. Have you? I honestly, honestly. Apparently, I don't. Honestly, I'm gonna pay attention. uh, Maybe I should start tallying. I should probably do that. Um, Joffrey would have won last week if his crown was bigger. Well, he's got a pinched head. It is. But that means the crown should fit. (laughs) He's got a child's crown. Bro, you're not a little kid anymore. Get a grown ass crown. Maybe his, maybe Cersei gave it to him just as like a knock. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. He, this is a, this is a crown you have to wear. Um, but Keith, didn't you? Uh, weren't you talking earlier about the the um, outfit of Cersei in this scene? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, I thought it was cool, like all the metal and stuff. Yeah. But like it looked practical, unlike the last breastplate. What was funny is that they both pointed out each other's. Uh, dress. 
Breast yes. Oil. Yeah. I was gonna. I don't know if like as men you caught this, but when Cersei was like, "You must be so cold in that dress," <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. totally. that felt like ultimate. Oh, that was totally like church mom, mom like... shade, which I've experienced my entire right. oh, life. Oh, you're you're going out in that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Shouldn't, good. Didn't you change the don't, where's the rest the of jacket? it question? Yeah, right. I got that a lot when I was going out in high school. Um, you seem like the type. Well, you paid for those jeans. I like I like shorts to be a little bit shorter. I I mean that's just yes. who I am. And, and I wore longer so shorts. I didn't I didn't know that I liked that until I got older. Yeah, and they're like, okay, this is free. Yeah, I just I'm think like, this is great. If I, I have the option it, to wear like a a dress and and not show everything. I I think I'd go for it. I think it seems freeing. The short shorter shorts look weird on me. That's just because you feel weird about yourself. I feel like you have great legs. Your calves, like look at your calves right now. You have great calves. Stop. I feel like I've got more here, more mass here. What are you looking at? Your calves. (laughs) That's why you're lifting my pant leg up. Uh, I don't know why this show has become about my legs, but we've talked a lot about my legs. Give the last people what they want. Yeah. Well, I you wear shorts in the last episode. The very last episode, I wore shorts. Under a like, bushel? No. Yeah. You should let them shine. What? Right. You heard what I said. We're you talking want? about how much we like cutouts and skin. Uh, it, like, yeah. I've got a cutout right bit. here. Oh god, we need yeah, more. But it needs to be bigger. Cut the whole leg off. Here's what we're gonna do on the Instagram this week. We're gonna say, I'm gonna find all the pictures of Justin in shorts that I can, and we're gonna post everyone. There's probably two. Right. It's gonna be a, sh- a small little collage. But I don't like shorts. Um, I forgot what. I, what, what the? I'm we so were talking flustered. about this. I don't we were know. talking about mom shame. The mom shame. Oh yeah, yeah, I got that one time. I had this girlfriend. Um, they made fun of her. She worked at a sushi restaurant. They called her Hana Sushi because that was the name of it. Um, that was a really creative yeah. nickname they got for her. They, was that a thing in your house too? Like, like sushi was like a not something that people ate. It was like a yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, it's like popular. weird food. Yeah. yeah. Um, it re- really came from uh, she. I was, I was grounded, mm-hmm. and uh, and she brought me sushi at like often, like pretty much every night because mm-hmm. she was thoughtful and kind. Seems and my, like a great setup. My yeah. family <laughs> decided to shit on her for that. Right. I don't know. Look, she had like piercings and stuff. I mean, and if no one's going to be kind thought to... that she was a hoe. No one's going to be kind to them. You can't have anyone being kind to no, their son. No, absolutely not. Um, but if they were just kinder to people in general, people would be kind to them. Right. But that's, my that's mom still gives me shit about the drug dealer I brought home one time. Well, well... That is a she, great, uh, I mean, she drove a great thing to, to our house in her BMW, opened the door, and just weed just. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why I liked her at the time. And that was the thing when I got when I started dating Emily, they were like, "Okay, this one's okay. <laughs> like, don't don't fuck this up." Because I had brought home some questionable people up to that point. See, I was smarter than you. Apparently, no, I, I didn't bring home the ones that I knew my mom was going to hate. Did the you, ones, the ones that dressed. In a way that I knew my mom wouldn't like. I the didn't one, know my mom was when I was not a little like older. Them. The ones who had tattoos and stuff, I just knew. I just was not. I never brought them home. Never introduced them to family. I pretended they didn't exist in my family. As a raging, I don't want to deal with it. As a raging teenage boy, I was attracted to people that were into the same thing that I was into, which was sex. And so, like, yeah, me too. Right, but I didn't realize that my mom knew that. Like, so you were dumb 
I guess. <laughs> I I spent as little time at home as possible, though. So, like, if I was hanging out, I was trying. I never wanted to. I never, hardly ever brought Yeah, girls we had home. a lot of family stuff that I, I like to bring people to. I did not want to do that. I did not want to mix pleasure and family. Because mm. those two things do not go together. Did you finish your story? I don't know. About she brought Hana you sushi, sushi while you were grounded? Is that, was that the whole thing? That's why they called her Hana Sushi? Yeah. Well, they just, like, made fun of her all the time. But... The whole point of me bringing that up is uh, there was a time where she wore some clothes that my mom didn't love. She wore like a crop top and these short shorts with her ass hanging out. I liked it. And uh, my I never heard the end of it. Like, But it, it would be like subtle stuff, but it, it lasted for months. But I, you're right. The whole like cold thing, I can see your mom saying, <laughs> like, oh, are you cold? Do you want us to get you a shawl? Can you need a blanket? No, she's good, guys. I want to look. But if it was you don't Joffrey mind. who offered the shawl in this one. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? I liked it. Uh, I felt it was just like a back and forth between like who owns Joffrey. Like, is it his mom or is it his betrothed? Mm. It had that vibe for sure. And Joffrey's just infatuated with Marjorie. He's just like, mom, fuck you. Well, <laughs> Which, yeah, she's super hot and wears everything low cut and has... Okay, I get what y'all saying. I understand the lip thing. Yeah, we can all. Her mouth is that. weird. Her, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't classify her as super hot. I think that she's a pretty woman, and uh, she does wear things that accentuate her body nicely. But I think ultimately, yeah, not super hot. Okay, whatever. Joffrey she's, seems to think differently. Um, that's really what this scene's about, though, right? What are you talking about that's that's really what this scene's about. Like the introduction of. All four of them together, you know, Loris, well, Marjorie, Cersei. So three, Tom. three Firefit nominations. Uh, you get Marjorie who wins for the women. You get Loris who looked dope, and Joffrey. And Keith thinks Cersei should be on the list. I know it's not my list. I know I'm not allowed to put people on the list. But you can put people on the list. You just, just can't pick who wins. That's what I thought. <laughs> put whoever you want on the list. That's one thing I've never understood. In shows where the like audience gets to vote someone on to a like uh, uh, contention, the vote doesn't matter. The judges ultimately win. I've been watching Ink Master because <laughs> why not? And they have a like a two two different things. The um, like there's an audience vote thing where people can text in, but there's also like the human canvases. The people who got tattooed on that episode like send someone to the bottom three. But the judges are the one who decide, so what's the point of that? You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of who gives a shit. You know, does that make sense? I guess. Yes. So, anyway, all that to say. Um, so, in a bat, so you can put Cersei up, but she doesn't win. <laughs> um, so, four people in this scene. So, between Cersei and Marjorie, I want to get some hot takes here. There's a little bit of tension there. They're fighting over Joffrey. Who do you think comes out on top? Marjorie. Marjorie. Do you oh, think yeah. that Marjorie kills Cersei? Or do you think that she just That's, finds that, her way out? That jumped really. No, I think like in as term sorry. As far as like who Joffrey picks? No, I was just talking about the two of them. Oh, uh, okay. It's, I was in saying the, in the Joffrey battle for picks power her, picks her. Joffrey picks Marjorie. He's already made that clear. But in their relationship, Marjorie, Cersei the battle for power, you know, influence all of that. You think Marjorie wins? I think Marjorie wins if she stays alive. 
Okay. Do you have any thoughts up until this point in the show? Um, in this particular scene, I thought that Marjorie ended up on top. Yes. I think she held her own. Marjorie does, like so, does seem like someone who would end up on top. Just yes. Throw that out there. <laughs> I'm, I agree. When, and also a fan. When Joffrey was talking about her experience with charitable work, did anybody else feel like that was a dig at her being a beard? Or was I reading into that? I don't know that I'm familiar with the term. Being beard? a beard? Yeah, like when you're a woman who's married to a gay man. Yeah, I was you're say, a beard. You, you yeah. know what a beard Make it. You like are a beard. Like you, <laughs> you, you are a beard? <laughs> you ha- like you have a beard. I mean, okay. what? I'm so confused. <laughs> Based so, on what she just said. I'm and not. Then, you're not and you, you said are me. one. I didn't mean to say you are one. I mean to say you had one. <laughs> He's calling you gay again in a very roundabout way. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yes. No, I'm. I wasn't bringing you into this. I just thought that Joffrey was... No, no, no. I know that you're absolved of guilt in this. So, shut the fuck up for a second. So... I love that you haven't heard this term before, too. A beard is a... A beard is what a woman is called. A woman who is married to a gay man is a beard because she's making him... More manly. More more like masculine, whatever. Traditionally masculine. So, Joffrey had a line about, like, Marjorie being... Let me pause you. Okay. Because (laughs) now I need to go to you. What the fuck did you say? I said you had one. First, he said you are one, and I kind of yeah, like that mean, more. Yeah. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> I just want to make note at two eighteen. <laughs> I expect apology next week. That's probably fair. <laughs> okay, continue, please. So there was a line from Joffrey. Yeah, <laughs> where he was talking about Marjorie being very experienced with charitable work. And I felt like he was digging at her for interesting. I don't I didn't know think about that. Anybody else? I like that. I don't know if Joffrey is world knowledge. No, I, I feel like it was that. talked about. Like Renly was talked about. Renly and Loris. Right, but I don't know if he would have picked that up. Maybe he would have. What's up? <laughs> I was having an offline conversation with Nick. I was just telling I was him, wait. I was trying not to wait till next week. I just <laughs> was saying I'm sorry. And I was just telling them that I just did that because it was funny. I that didn't make me feel bad. I thought it was funny. I just had to respond. Uh, it's that's what was so content, funny. You're not hearing. You're not have, having. I've never been, heard that before. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm out of the loop. I'm I should educate. Should have attended some more Pride events this last week. Um, I don't know if they talk about that at Pride events. I could have asked. I think they definitely do. Yeah, like, could have. Yeah, beards aren't invited. <laughs> Perfect. No beards allowed. No beards. No turfs. That's right. Not a turf. What's a turf? It makes me a beard. What? What's a turf? <laughs> Like a, okay, Lydia, you are you ahead. pointing at me because you don't know what it stands for? I do know what it stands for, but I it's don't think trans exclusionary it. radical feminist. So you could also just say J.K. Rowling if you yeah, want. Yeah, J.K. Rowling. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so I I didn't consider that as an option, but it totally fits. It totally makes sense. I just I like it. I yeah. I I kind of agree. I tend to agree with Keith. I think here. I don't think that Joffrey. Not only is Joffrey maybe not in the know about what's happened in the world, but I also think that he's just not that witty, bright, to do witty that. with it. Yeah. Like, I think that even if he did know, I don't think that his thought process is quick enough to process. Now, Tyrion, if Tyrion had said something like that, I totally think it's a dig. Oh, yeah. Varys, totally a dig. Lydia, totally a dig. Lydia, totally a dig. Joffrey? Joffrey, big ass cunt. 
I was hoping you would say totally a, but then you didn't. So. <laughs> totally a cunt. There you go. Um, so I anyway, all that to say, I like Marjorie. I thought this was a good scene. I think it builds some tension, maybe sets up a story that can go a lot of different directions. Uh, they can all be dead. They can some be dead. It's Game of Thrones. They can none be dead. dead. Who? Yeah. <laughs> the record would show that they probably will end up <laughs> all, all bored. Um, can we get a fucking board for real? Stop telling people we don't have a board. They don't know. We- <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you heard the squeakiness when he writes on it? <laughs> can you write uh, the, the the person that ghost killed earlier? He was already dead. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, he he killed a dead guy. Yeah, but you can put a. You put the two hundred Northmen. An undead. Uh, oh yeah, the hundred ninety nine Northmen. Not right. not Kyber. Not Kyber. Not Kyber Crystal. Um. So I like the scene. Um. Marjorie had a really important line that just made me feel warm inside. The lowest are no different than the highest, and I just Cersei rolls her eyes. Yeah, when I don't think the Lannisters she, believe that. They don't believe that. But I also just rolled my eyes. I love that. <laughs> I rolled my eyes at you bringing it up. That's Nick, Nick doesn't Why? believe that either. Though. I absolutely believe that. I just rolled my eyes at you bringing it up. There's not a lot of things in the world that are important to me, but that that's the kind of no, shit that it is. It's important to me too, but like at the same time. Shut the fuck up? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, she all, They also talked about hunger turns men into beasts. Um, We don't have to get into real life right now, but... I thought that, that was really powerful because it kind of showed her explanation as to why the lowest are no different. It has like, yeah, if, if provisions are provided and people don't have to worry about the, the essential pieces of life, they don't do radical drastic things as often. Um, did and sorry, no, go, no, did go she ahead. say that in response to the, like there was a big riot? Yeah. I think Cersei brings up that like, um, if you know, I heard about your stop in flea bottom, you'll probably want to, you know, wear some armor or something like that when she makes mention of her metal work on her dress. Mm. Um, and Cersei's talking about that, that riot that they were a part of. Right. And then Joffrey's like, oh, my mother has a, you know, uh, she's dramatic uh, in her old age, which was like, <laughs> damn, bro. Okay. Um, and and then Joffrey says like oh our lives were never truly in danger, mm-hmm. which if we found, if we rewind, rewind back, and look at Joffrey's face, Joffrey was, was yeah, Joffrey was very scared. Yeah. But that was that was definitely Marjorie like kind of digging a little bit at how they've been running things too, right? Probably a little bit because oh, yeah. she brings up that like oh I hear that we've helped with that like a hundred wagons a day show up from the Reach, mm-hmm. which is goes back to what I was talking about last week about like how the Tyrells are a very prominent family because they're very wealthy because of the amount of of farming that their lands produce. Right. So. Yeah, I thought that I just really loved. I did love Marjorie, but more importantly, I loved what like doors that this scene opens. Um, it sets a lot of options before us for relational dynamics to change, for power struggle, for influence, and all kinds of stuff. And um, anyway. I just thought that was good. Um, then we make our way to Astapor. Making our way. Downtown. <laughs> uh, new place on the map. Yep. What did you notice about uh, Astapor on the map? The big old harpy, I'm guessing, is what that is. Some Probably. Maybe a siren, but it looked like a harpy. Is that um, from the book? How did you get that? 
No, no, that's a that's a thing. The creature like a harpy. Oh, that's a creature. You didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing in other things. Is that what it is? Yep. (laughs) Cool. I mean, I I thought they might have mentioned in book one. Um, I'll pay for that if you need to. No, there's no no. But yeah, I was just really impressed. (laughs) I was. Yeah, I've killed lots of them in World of Warcraft. So that's the thing. I didn't. I don't have any sort of background to that. So the, the harpy was a new thing in. Um, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. So. Have you seen them in real life? Or like a real no. picture of one? <laughs> no, I'm not. Have um, you seen one in real life? New Lydia? place. Also, new faces with the uh, guy with the whip. Smoke show face. By the What's way, his name? Uh, the guy with the just the master guy. I don't think he has a name. I don't know. I, I think, think he's just the master, master of Astapor. Okay. Yeah. And his name is Krasnus. Yes. Yeah, right. Krasnus. Something, yep. Something, You're right. Something. Did you look that up just now? I had written it down. Oh, nice! How do you? Wow. Yeah. I wish these guys. These guys have been doing this for two full seasons now. And we don't write shit down. Don't write shit down. I write down apologies. I like your notes so much. My notes confuse me sometimes. What are we looking at? It just says dragons on a your harpy notes, and I eagle. Love that. Harpy eagle. They're huge. This is a real cool fucking wait. Thing. I want to see. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Can we put this on the Instagram? Their yeah. faces look S- like to me. human. Faces. That's crazy. I've seen these before. It's like a buckbeat kind of thing. It yeah. does. Yeah, it does. You need, um, look like you need to bow before it before you like fucking walk up to it. Or it's going to Draco Malfoy you. Right. Um, fuck, fuck Draco Malfoy. Seriously. Although, redemption arc that I respect, unlike a certain professor of potions at Harry Potter, because well, he's a fucking cunt. He cried at the end, so it's fine. Who? Right. He's no, fuck Snape, Snape man. Fuck Snape. Snape. Yeah. Snape is a piece of shit. He is a... Don't p- say anything because she hasn't read or watched We are so things. close to getting this in under three hours. We have got to I know. We were doing so well, guys. Come so, on. Snape's a piece of shit. Krasnus, the end. His, his slave, Masande. We can't just walk past Masande. Fucking 10. Wait, fire fit not for her? She I looked know. so good. I did not like the slave collar. Well, yeah, but that's not her problem. Maybe it was I just did a not cool like necklace. the slave collar. Also, this is nitpicky. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? I wasn't the most giant fan of her dress. It was good. Here's what I liked about her dress. Big fan. I liked the slit yes. all the, because it showed her legs. And oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I've I've been really high on to listen to this show mm-hmm. because I don't want to give anything away and spoil things for Keith. But Masande is actually, I think, the most beautiful person. She in probably show. is. I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you on that one. She her skin is like flawless. Both like the complexion of it. Like I love her like dark complexion. But she's also just beautiful. Like you just, she's just the scenes where she's just like there talking. It's like impossible to look away. The dress slit, and the, she's smart. She, well, that's another thing that I, I. But I like that about Talissa too. Talissa's someone who's compassionate. I mean, she's a lot of things that I like. There was but, that one one time in this scene with with Masande where she asked uh, Krasnitz, "Like, you really want me to say that? <laughs> no, I don't want you to fucking say. That. What are you a goat?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I did love that back and forth. It was it is fun to see the difference in like like her translation. I do wonder if that's the way that it is in real life sometimes. It's got to be. I'm dumb. Oh, I only definitely. speak one language. Right. So like 
You wouldn't know. No, exactly. It's got to be. I just, she's just, I just didn't want to move past. No, no, I, I understand. New places, I didn't, and new I also places, didn't want to spoil anything for you. New places, new faces. We get, uh, we get to meet the Unsullied, which we they talked about earlier in the episode. How many do you think that is? Fifty out there? Yeah, it's probably about a hundred. You I think, think it's hundred? I think it's fifty in each line. <laughs> okay, well, like, each, like <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's a hundred. I think it's fifty in each. Like they had two little squadrons, right? I think it's fifty in each of those. They You're were probably pretty right. Deep. They're pretty deep. Would you first impressions of the Unsullied? Uh, kind of crazy. Just cut a nipple off and he's fine with it. Just didn't even flinch. He said, yep. thank you. Thanks for letting me serve. Right. If anybody here cut off my nipple, <laughs> I would lose my mind. <laughs> what about yeah, what about like not us three, though? <laughs> if anyone else did it, would it you depend, be okay? Depends on who it is. What if you'd already Talissa. had your balls chopped off? Talissa? She can do whatever she wants. <laughs> Anything she wants. What was your question, Nick? Well, it was, that was Krasnitz's <laughs> response saying, like... She's worried about their nipples. Do they, does she know what we do to their balls? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, uh, so the unsullied are castrated. That's yeah, fun. that's what he said. Yeah, right. No, no, yeah. no, I yeah. But yeah, so I mean, that's that's what he was saying um, in the subtitles. And it was. I just thought it was funny that does she know that men don't need nipples? I felt like it wasn't a good move to talk about killing babies to. Anyone. The mother. Well, yeah, to anyone, but also. But they don't I really mean, know anything about Danny at this point. I don't think it was necessary. But she's yeah. like the mother of dragons. I know dragons aren't the same as babies, but she's obviously like a maternal figure. I don't know if they even know that. It probably wasn't she's also, necessary to. She's also like, a Christ figure. That's true. <laughs> to to like make sure that she understood that the silver that was paid was not to the mother of that baby, yeah. but the owner. Well, like, that's like, Krasnus oh, thinking that he's, he's in the position of power. He has something that she wants, but he also wants her to know that he does. He's a powerful person who does whatever he wants. So when she had that like look of horror about you know killing the babies, that's when he was like, "Also, here's another layer, just to show you how like crazy I am." But also, I don't know if it was that so much as she's a person who's interested in buying all of these people. So he was like, "No, I gave the money to the." Their owners, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was to, responsible like, with right. murdering those babies. <laughs> yeah, it was fucked up. Um, I was very, and I said this earlier, uh, I was very sad she didn't speak. Uh, I just lost the name. Valerian. Valerian. Valerian, yeah. Yeah, Keith, when he walked in earlier, I was finishing up the episode, and uh, he mentioned, because this scene is the last scene of the show, so he mentioned he had kind of hoped that she would, I guess, what did, what what was it that you kind of expected? You thought I, he was, I was hoping just, there would be some sort of like, well, this Westerian horror thinks this or something like that. Uh, like, yeah, just to like respond to one of the things that Which you said would have been dope. Yeah, uh, but we didn't get that. Um, she did have a translator. Um, luckily for you, a hot one. Very lucky for me, I guess. I don't know. I'm not gonna take that back. She's just beautiful. Like I'm she's not gonna take the hot. Like she's beautiful. Yeah. Thanks like, for not being reductionist. She is. I'm, no. Like well, there's some that are. Yeah. But <laughs> there's some people in this world that are actually stunning. Yeah. She's one of them. Right. In my opinion. Right. Again, we uh, this isn't the Justin talk about beautiful people show, but uh, <laughs> kind <help>. of is. <laughs> kinda. 
Better fit of the week. But I, I am an equal opportunity kind of person. I talk about the hot men. Talk about the hot women. Absolutely. And really, that's what we're here for. That's what yeah. you're here for. Yeah. I mean, I can just text you who's say, hot, and we don't have to do that. I want to hear you talk, talk about, about it. the hot men more than we talk about the hot women. It's true. This show features more male characters. Very attractive male characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of them. So it also feels a little less creepy talking about hot guys. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, it definitely does. Even though I prefer women, right. I feel less gross talking, which is funny. Just talking about the men. We'll just objectify the men. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I can do that. Right. They, they can handle it. I mean, like they haven't. Uh, not that they like. Yeah. Well, no, 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 keep walking it back. Let's hear it. Say that. None of them I are. None of them the are hearing that, it anyway. I so. meant to say the fact that like. We've been objectifying women for long enough. We can just objectify men now. That'd be fine. Something like that. How about that? Let's just, let's just not objectify anybody. Hot take. I'm no, gonna, that's no fun. Yeah. I'm going to continue no. to talk I'm, about I'm kidding, Nick. smoke shows of the show. <laughs> so we learned that there are how many Unsullied? 8,000. 8,000. Now, based on what we know about what's going on in Westeros, do you think that 8,000 soldiers... Is enough to win Danny the throne? Maybe. I see one no. No. I see a... Not going to work. Not going to work. I see a... I don't know. The only thing I've seen of them is they can get their nipples cut off and they are not <laughs> upset about it. 8,000 plus three dragons. That might help. <laughs> That's true. Three adolescent dragons? Well, they're going to grow, right? Maybe. We don't know what's going to happen to them. Well, Adolescents are more aggressive than adults, I would argue. Yeah, and I don't so. know if... <laughs> I don't. Are they going to Westeros after they buy these 8,000? Oh, I don't know. Because but her whole plan this whole time is figure out a way to get to Westeros and I need an army when I get right. there. But they were talking about how like she would have a Kalisar and yeah. then Jor was like, well, no, it's only through strength. So I'm wondering if she's building up strength to get more people to come join her to then go sail across the sea. That's so you think take. the 8,000 is like a stepping stone building block for potentially a bigger army made yeah. up of Dothraki? Possibly. Yeah, you get this, you show your strength, you get your people back, maybe... And if the Unsullied are like stuff. revered, it kind of, we kind of get the vibe that maybe like people know and respect the Unsullied. Right. So I don't maybe, know if it's book... Maybe that shows power. I yeah. don't know if it's book two that you're about to read or it's book three that this takes place, but there is a story in the books about a battle that was between the Dothraki and the Unsullied. Perfect. And it is awesome. Yeah. And so that's, I think, more... She might roll up on a Dothraki something, right. defeat them, and then be like, hey... More people right. come join me because my army just defeated them. You should be a part of this. Right. Even so So from there we have Danny and Jorah walking down the boardwalk, apparently, in Astapor. Making our way downtown. Making their way down the boardwalk. <laughs> the, the boardwalk. <laughs> Anybody? No. Um and so first they're ta- they're ta- they're talking about what they just experienced. Right. Danny has reservations. Jora is pushing her to move forward with this. They've obviously got the resources to buy these slaves. Um, and he told her that uh, you'd be fair to them. You won't manip- uh, mutilate them, which apparently that's his selling point that, you know, and, but I think that that's probably something with Danny. Like she would want to take an opportunity to get someone out of a bad situation. Well, yeah. They just used cutting nipples off as a cool selling point. What and else are they doing to these people? Yeah, I mean that's what they showed publicly. Um, so after they have that conversation, then we get a glimpse of this little 
this like cloaked figure that's falling behind them, and and a little girl that they that Danny locks eyes with. Cute little girl. I disagree. You guys fucking wild. She's creepy from the start to me. She's cute. She's dirty in the microphone. Lydia. I was gonna say both of you guys are shaking your heads, but I'd like some backup here. She's dirty. I, I made a noise. She's dirty and homeless, but she can still be cute. I'm no, homeless. I was creeped out by her from I'm the new beginning. in town. Yes. Yeah, I think she's pretty creepy. I don't know, man. I'm okay. not going with the cute. Well, all right, none well, of fuck. us are girl dads. So, I'll go fuck so. myself. Yeah, you guys can fuck yourselves. Um, girl dad, Lydia. <laughs> I mean, your daughter's cute. My daughter is cute. Yeah, if that makes you feel better. I make cute kids, apparently. It's true. Because they look like you. I wasn't going to say it, but... <laughs> How do you feel about that compliment? Uh, that one I liked. Okay. For some reason. Got it. I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason to why I like is the there one like, I like. Do I have to compliment you through your children? Um, but That could get weird real fast. Yeah. Sometimes people only talk about my kids. It's like they. it's the only thing they know how to talk to me about. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel... Like not a person? One dimensional. Right. Maybe it's because you freak out whenever whenever anybody tries to talk about you. That could also be <laughs> true. Maybe they've learned their lesson before. So then we get the we get the hooded figure and then you know they're talking and walking and then we get the scene where the little girl, you know, it, they kind of cross paths and she's offering Danny the gift. It's like toy almost toy a little ball. Yeah. Yeah. You know, play ball with me or something she says like no no no. open the ball and then the hooded figure comes out of nowhere and knocks it out of her hand knocks danny over not the best move but do what you gotta do to save her life but effective it rolls you know in front of her and then it opens and this it's a manticore um crawls out of it and that thing looks wild you have to look that up um, had that. I looked it up, but it's also in the book. Yeah, that's but what I'm I, I didn't that, remember it from the book. Yeah. I, I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't remember. It. I'm glad you brought it up. So yeah, I, I, I looked it up. were bigger than that. Well, this is the Game of Thrones universe. That's true. Things can be different. Uh, the giant was different than other giants. Um, yeah, the dragons are actually wervens. That's a manticore, right? What? Yeah, I don't know why it's. The same name, but this is you know this is something they, they talked about manicore venom in the in the sh- in the book as manicore well. Manicore venom that. kills instantly, right? Uh, based on Game of Thrones lore. Um, so now Barrison obviously didn't know what was happening specifically, but he knew that something weird and strange was going on. Yeah. He had to have been following Danny for some time. Um, so then he tries to chase the girl thing after it hisses can we even call it a girl and what did you notice anything about it his mouth was the weird the weird what i don't know i didn't mean to say the weird i meant to say like it was weird it almost looked like the warlock's mouth looks like the warlock's mouth ding 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 nailed it did it so did you catch danny mention the warlocks yeah it was one line we missed it i missed it um because did she just say the warlocks she just said warlocks. Yeah, I noticed it the second time I watched through because I was watching like and writing notes and paying more attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the girl appears like up on the you know building, yeah, roof. is when she says the warlocks. Like so, kind of a, you're quickly explaining where this assassination attempt came from. So the blue on the lips, 
if you guys remember to the party, the essence of nightshade they drink. The little girl had blue lips. It's all really subtle. We had a conversation about it last night, and neither of us knew what the fuck it was from. We were trying to remember. We kind of thought you that said warlocks in that conversation. I did, but I not because I knew it, just because I was thinking through options. Um, originally, we thought that this was uh, maybe residual effect from Bre- Robert's Robert. assassination attempt on Danny. Like it's mm-hmm. faceless men taking a long like ass that. time to get there. Faceless men, uh, just a random, you know, hit, whatever. But it, it you're right. It's the Warlocks. Um, and I read into this a little more because I didn't remember. Um, it is de- it is tied directly to the events that took place in the um, House of the Undying, right. Danny burning. Because there's more Warlocks in the book than just Pyat Pri and his weird, yeah, you know, apparitions. So she didn't wipe them all out, um, and they sent this thing after her. I don't know if we can even call it a girl at this point. Yeah. It could just be another warlock. Could be, yeah. And that's what a lot of the theories are, was that it's actually a warlock in disguise or whatever. But uh, Warlocks in disguise. The manticore gets killed. Thank God. That thing looked cool. Did you see when it like unfolded itself? Unfold- it had like a face, like a skull face thing on its tail you saw it mm-hmm. did you see it it did you see it yeah yeah and it kept like trying to sting the the, oh, the was, blade did you when, see it when it got stabbed yeah um i missed it okay there's a face on it there's Still. like a weird skull thing yeah yeah thanks for telling me You're um welcome, i know you love skulls so i wanted to make sure i love skulls a lot yeah um so then we get a really weird moment barristan reveals himself uh, did you recognize who he was right away? I was like, who is that? I don't know. Oh, that's the old guy that got dismissed from the nice. cage guard. What's Good his job. name? Da, da, da. Did you remember uh, him? or Not like when I was first watching it. I don't think I did. I think he's like a little... He looks different. Yeah, he looks older. Yeah, he looks older and he's not in uh, cool gold stuff. That's true. He's looking like a hobo. Um... So, Jor is immediately defensive of Danny, probably rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Jor knows who he is. Yeah, um, you know he was Kingsguard to Robert Baratheon, but then Barristan, when he's addressing Danny directly, talks about her family. We know that Barristan served on the Kingsguard for Aerys Targaryen, right? Danny's dad. Um, and so it it was just a cool moment because when he addressed her. He had this moment of like emotion where he apologized to her for failing her family. Um, and I just thought that, that was it was really cool. You know, he he kneeled before her, he offered his services to her. I won't let you down again. I joked that I oh, don't know, man, you're a lot older than you were last time you failed. So who knows? Um question for anybody who wants to answer. How do, do how do you feel about Barristan and his motives? Do you feel like he's real and authentic? Do you feel like this is some kind of move? What do you think the situation is? I think he's real and authentic. I don't think he's given us cause to feel otherwise. And I mean, we saw why he was dismissed. It was because he was more honorable than loyal. Yeah, I trusted him. I just felt like he didn't have anything better to do now that he was banished. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's just bored. He's yeah. like, I guess I'm going to go find this queen. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, there was a moment, the last shot of the show of the, of the episode was Jorah. And he had, because it's kind of after Barrison goes through his whole speech, it cuts to Jorah's face. And Jorah, I mean, I've never seen a face that, that had jealousy written on it more, or envy maybe, more than Jorah's face right there. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think, just throw some more stuff up on that wall, how do you feel like Barristan joining the fam, the Danny fam, how do you feel like that Danny Phantom uh, impacts Jorah and his position? Do you think it displaces him? Do you think it doesn't matter? I think it could possibly displace him because, I mean, Barristan has a lot more experience, has a lot more, I don't know. I, I've, we've seen Jorah fight. I think he's good, but I think Barristan's probably better than him. Especially I mean, if Jamie respects him the way that's that he what I was, does. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Jamie called him one of the best swordsmen in the Seven Kingdoms. Right. I also don't know, and maybe this is just not me just not knowing, like, did Barrison have anything to do with Jor getting kicked out of Westeros? I don't know. I don't see that. how he would. I don't um, see either. That was that was strictly a Ned thing. Mm. You know, because Ned's the Warden of the North, and so... He's allowed to kind of pass down judgments, right? Without anybody. Yeah, I knew know, Ned was involved, but I didn't know if maybe he I don't think so could have been. Hmm. Yeah, just trying um, to throw things out there for you. No, guys. I think I think Jorah is just protective of his girl, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it and probably like the jealousy side of things. Like he's been the go-to for this whole time, and now like, oh, you got a cooler, older version of me. Yeah, another trusted advisor that I have to compete with. Mm-hmm. There's also the element of like they've hinted at it a couple times, but like Jorah's creepy, like feelings sure. towards Danny. Feelings, yeah, and sure. not not that he feels like Barrison's a threat there, but I feel like he probably is processing in his head like if Barrison does push him out in a in like a connection to Danny leadership role, right? That may move him out of the the relational focus as well. Right. So I just thought that, that was really interesting. I was glad to see Barrison again. Did you think we would see him again? I did not. I mean, I figured we might at some point. I didn't think it would be here. This is kind of cool. He's but, a, I mean, he's a great character. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to just like dispose of him. Yeah. But maybe they would. I don't know, they kind of pitch it as like, we're going to get you a hut by the sea. <laughs> Good luck. Um, But he doesn't, he never really seemed like the guy that was not going to care about something. Right. Um, so, predictions for next week? Um, I don't know. We're going to fight some more White Walkers, but with the Wildlings this time. Oh. Ooh. Wildlings yeah. join, the, join the fray. Well, maybe not the join fray. It, but they just fight. There you go. Funny jokes. Do you think, you think the Wildlings and the Night's Watch are going to fight independently, White Walkers, or do you think they're going to join forces? I think for now they're probably going to fight independently because the, the Night Watch want to go back to the Wall. And I don't know if the wildlings get to the Night Watch before they get to the wall. Like I don't think they're in the, the way of that. Do you think Danny's gonna uh move forward with the Unsullied? I don't know. I think it depends on probably what uh Barrison has to say about it. Mm, okay. Mm. Good thought. And that's probably gonna put him and Jorah in 
competition. So what's your stance? Your stance is yes. Yep. So you think Barrison says no? Possibly. You think they fight to the death? No. Lydia, did you miss did you miss the storylines we didn't get this episode? Uh correct me, add add more if I missed them, but Bran, we didn't see anything with Bran, Rickon, where they're at. Uh Theon. We don't have anything on Theon. So Winterfell's still burning. No idea why. No idea the follow up to that. Did you miss those? Or did you feel like eh? I didn't miss those. We didn't see Arya at all. No Arya, right? I missed Arya. I miss Arya. That was about it. Okay. I miss Asha. Okay. Yeah, I missed Asha, but I don't really care about Bran or Rickon. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know Justin loves Rickon. He's my favorite. Favorite character. <laughs> I mean, he's the best character in the show. So. He's the best. We also didn't see the Hound. Well, that's true. No Hound. Which is sad. He left. Last. That's two yeah. episodes in a row now that we've not seen the Hound. So yeah, I missed a few of those. I mean, that's, yeah. There's so many to get to. They They can't really put it all. Do you think we'll see them next episode? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. I like this. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yes, no. Got it. We kept it under three hours. I really You're want us to keep it listening. under three hours. <laughs> Let's keep talking. I really want to talk real quick because I don't know why I was thinking about this. Oh. Ghost. Yeah. Why did he go back to the brothers? What do you mean go back? Like, why didn't he hang out with John? He no, John had- left when he went with Corin and, and them to... Uh, Basically, fight Egret. Right. Ghost stayed behind. He didn't bring Ghost with them. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Ghost hadn't Actually, been there in a while. Forgot about that. Thought he went. Actually, he. You may be right. Uh-huh. I think he might have gone with them. I'll look that up. We'll we'll find that out. Good question. Next episode. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, phone number. Three five two five four one twenty four zero nine. If you have comments. Uh, Jordan, feel free to call back in. Um, Please call back again, in. Sorry about that. Clint, I ain't heard I ain't heard from you in a while, bro. <laughs> I met, I got to meet Clint. Yeah, loved it. I thought he was a fun dude. He's great, and he hasn't called back in. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Keith, Instagram uh, <laughs> at Dragon Dreadford. Dragons, Dreadfords. dragons, Dreadfords. Where they're plural. Yep. yep. Lydia, Lydia, Patreon. That's not fair. Also, Dragon's Dreadwords? Yep. Cool. Anybody have any last thoughts? You're great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you have to sing at the end of this. Yep. <laughs> Start a new episode. Open this bitch. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Sure, we'll go with that one.